Now entering Nerdist.com. Foie gras, pulled pork, bok choy, squidding, dining with Doug and Karen. Hey everybody, I'm Doug Benson. Hi! And I'm Karen Anderson. Hello. You're supposed to say hi because oh. your Twitter <laughs> your Twitter name is Karen Anderson. Hi. I know, but I just wanted I, to. That's switch why it I'm up. trying to keep that going. Uh, this is Doug. <laughs> this is dining. This is Doug loves dining with Karen. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna eat. I know. I love to yell that part. This say is episode. Again. We're gonna eat. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, he's not gonna make it from that one. <laughs> I might pass out. I got a little lightheaded. <laughs> he never came back. <laughs> bye bye. I'm like uh, Bill Paxton in Aliens. You're so scruffy today. We're gonna eat. <laughs> We're gonna eat. <laughs> you kind of look like him when you do that. Oh, do I? Um, <laughs> we're coming to you from a room upstairs, not unlike uh, Louis De Palma's office on Taxi. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> in a com- in a comic book store, my guest is taking his coat off because laughter. Oh, that reference got me. He- I gotta take heats you up. Uh, and it's November 29th, twenty and a dozen. Producer KT Money is here. Hi. See, she knows how to respond. And joining <laughs> us for chatting and chewing from the Paul F. Tom cast. I know. We have to, I always have to talk about the chewing for the people that are insanely mad about chewing on microphone. It is a food podcast. And uh, joining us for chatting and chewing is Paul F. Tomcast uh, oh, star. Pod F. Tomcast. <laughs> Doug enjoys movie times. <laughs> That's close enough. I say that. I, oh, now you're the big guy I because <laughs> I'm the picky guy. I call it Doug loves movie times. You want, man. Doug enjoys. Doug prefers film over other things. Anyway, Paul F. Tompkins. Mm-hmm. Paul F. Tompkins, long time no see. Yeah, oh, but also it's true. Very long time. I've seen you on television, though. Yeah, and and knows. in the film there will be blood. <laughs> That's Everyone's right. Everyone's seen me in that. I know it's fun to talk about that you're in it because it does whisk by, but you're physically on camera. I'm physically as on camera. As opposed to Magnolia. Yes. Where you're on the phone for a great deal of time. I refer to it by its Italian title. Magnolia. Magnolia. You were a voice actor in that one? Yes. Yeah, he's on the phone. I was a physical actor, part? but with the physical Tom part was Cruise. not Oh. Yes. Maybe you've heard of it. Mary Lynn Ricecub also was on the guy. phone with Tom Cruise. That's true. Did not come up when she was a guest on the show. No, only the things that I didn't know when I kept insulting her constantly. <laughs> you played a nutcase on that show, right? No, Karen I didn't. is like the uh, radio sidekick that does no research about any of these people <laughs> that, that I'm I do, bringing in. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, she says weird things to them. But yet I work in the entertainment business. That's what, what was the worst one, though? <laughs> Why are you asking her what the worst one was? <laughs> what was the worst one, though? So she can learn and I, I, move on. What was on. the most insulting thing well, you did? Well, I call, uh, see, we had um, uh, uh, see? Tim uh, Heidecker. Yes. And I uh, thought he had a podcast instead of a television show, which proves I didn't watch it or listen to it or ever look at but what it was. he does have a podcast. It's called On Cinema. Well, but I thought it was the uh, one with his buddy. Yeah. Sure. And then uh, then he made me recognize him from uh, Bridesmaids, which blew my head off. <laughs> I made you made recognize you. He doesn't walk around going, I was in Bridesmaids, to be fair. But uh, Mary Lynn was the best because I was like, so when you were on 24, now you played like an autistic person. <laughs> 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 
no. She's kind of grumpy. I, she, yeah, she was a malcontent. Does, does <laughs> grumpy end of the no, spectrum. I was, she's, you know, she's being serious. Serious. Yeah. Yes. So that was a good one. Well, yeah, one could argue in a, in a weird sort of way that all of Mary Lynn's – like, did you play a – were you mildly retarded on Gary Shanley show? <laughs> What was God, going on with you on that in show. that uh, Harrison Ford she movie? She was in a Harrison Ford movie. I forgot Ford about movie. that. Yeah, yeah. Firewall. Firewall. <laughs> and she was pretty much the same character, Chloe, but... Give me that USB drive! Oh. <laughs> that was my favorite intense. moment from Firewall. She's been, was very much, she's been very much in control in a few things, and it's a, and it's a fun character for her, I think, because, uh, you know, in real life, she's... I mean, she's pretty in control, but... But she was in control in uh, Little Miss Sunshine. She was like the stage manager that like oh, yeah. held her hand and hel- helped her to get out there and do her thing. Why can't I see that in my mind? Wallace I mean- Langham, also from Gary Shanley, yes. was also a backstage. Was like part of the oh, beauty pageant. Little Miss Sunshine. I yeah, don't yeah. remember that. She at had all. like a headset and you know that. the kind of stage manager person. Don't work. And then uh, did you see Safety Not Guaranteed? No. She is in one scene in the beginning of that and is terrific as like a magazine editor giving assignments at a, at a big table in Aubrey Plaza and uh, the guy from New Girl. Well, I've seen New lots Girl? of those. New Girl, yeah. New Girl. It doesn't seem like a t- it should be the title of something. New no, Girl. It, New Girl. You know what? That's Joey been on for out. a few seasons. That just struck me right now. I was like, <laughs> yeah. they can't use that title anymore. Yeah. New Girl. Was that's ill-conceived. Right. You know, that show that's been going on for a few years. Well, the other one's Up All starring Night. Starring that new Are girl. Are really still Up All Night? I mean, the kid's a little older. That's true. <laughs> they did a revamp on that show. I haven't watched it, but like they took away... It's multicam now, right? Is it? I heard that they converted to multicam. Oh. What do you have to wow. do to do that? Do you have to have like a bris? <laughs> Like uh, everybody I, oh, turning have, away from the mic to, to snicker at that. <laughs> <laughs> like, like that doesn't deserve a real laugh. This is a judgmental we had laugh. To, we had to think about it. Mm-hmm. Paul is going to join me. He's going to be a guest interrupter tomorrow night. I don't know when this is going to plop. Is it going to – we'll get it out tomorrow? I mean it's sold out anyway, so I don't know why, so I, I don't know why I'm even mentioning yeah. it. But it's in a family here in Los Angeles. We're going to uh, interrupt Prometheus. I'm very excited. Oh. Because you you said to me something about what about Prometheus? Mm-hmm. Because as I f- I feel the same way now, you're like, well, if I'm going to sit through Prometheus, I might as well have a microphone. <laughs> you know, I was like, that's a that'll be a great way to have to watch oh, yeah. that movie that yeah, I've yeah, heard yeah. bad things about. That was uh, I was on I was talking to a guy named Chris Dorr, who's a director, mm-hmm. um, and I was telling him about. The show, I'd just done one with you. Maybe we'd done The Village, I think. Mm-hmm. And I was telling him about the show. And he like got very earnest. And he like grabbed my arm and he said, you have to do Prometheus. Prometheus, yeah. And then I, call, I like immediately texted you. And so I have to, I have to let him know. It'll be I, fun because <laughs> half of the panel, myself and one other gentleman that are going to be on the panel, I always try to keep the guests right. a secret, uh, are, going, are uh, seen it and did not care for it. Right, and then you and another person that are going to be on the panel have not seen it at all, so you will probably there's, love it. There's a chance you could like it, and uh, <laughs> well, everyone's interrupting. But that's the fun of to me of interrupting a sort of current movie is that like sometimes the movie is good enough to carry a few scenes and a few laughs without us insulting it and getting laughs. But it's 
fun to have us there just in case. Exactly. And in in the case of Prometheus, it'll it'll really be great that we're there because I almost feel like there's I a have lot seen of bullshit it. going on in that movie. Oh yeah, I, I almost feel like I have seen it because I've heard so many people when it came out. I heard so many people talk about it, and I'm not I, like if I. I, I don't go to the movies as much as I used to anymore, like in the theater. And there's also, I think most movies are Why terrible. Why did you get so many screeners, Paul? <laughs> <laughs> but even if you don't get a screener or something, even if you're not an insider like Paul of Tompkins, hold on a you, second. I, it's not because I get a bunch of screeners. No. No, but you do. You wait. Around, right. around I also don't get as many time, screeners as I used to. Around, which but around this time of year, you can go. Yeah, I'll pop Arbitrage into the DVD player instead of lumbering out to the cinema. We rented Arbitrage and then two days later got that screener and I was furious. (laughs) What what the rental cost you? Ah, Red box. However much it was, it was too much. (laughs) On Apple TV. Did you watch it? Yeah, we watched the whole thing. Do they ever say the word Arbitrage? It's never said. Oh, it's not. I don't, I don't think believe so. It's said. That's uh, what I keep hearing about it. I'm gonna when I watch it. I'm gonna. But this check. is a great debate. Uh, hold on a second. It's never said yeah. in the movie. <laughs> I beg to differ. Hmm. Do they say true lies? Ever oh, I'm sorry. In true lies, there is, there is a scene where Richard Gere he's very upset and he says, "This is a bunch of arbitrage." Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it had Richard Gere. And in there's it. another me, scene where someone's enough. accused of being arbitrary. Looks he it looks, looks great good. and in that tux. Oh, yeah. Arbitrary. He's, he's, <laughs> he's what? Susan Sarandon is Oh, I know. It's great. Awesome yeah. No, no. Oh, yeah. No, she was in this too. But it was terrible. It's because sitting it was the every screener. every movie you've ever seen ever with this subject matter. Yeah. Ever. With yeah. Richard Gere, who's been in several already. But when it starts out, I didn't know anything about the movie at all. And when it started out, I thought this was going to be like a sort of inspired by true events thing about Wall Street oh. kind of thing. Because there's this opening scene where Richard Gere is talking to some documentary filmmaker and it's just occurring to me now that a person is never seen again. Oh, Like he's doing some interview and then it never yes. – it just goes away. And so you think like, oh, this is going to be about like recent stuff and, and uh, insider trading, whatever. And it's not at all. It turns into this dumb story. And I was so disappointed when the dumb story started unfolding. Like, oh, we're not going to get back to the – oh, that's, I thought this was something else. It is terrible and it ended horribly. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't I can't care wait. For it. It's sitting. It's sitting like open. What like did a, I do like care a, for? Argo. <laughs> what did I do care? It's for? like it's like an open faced sandwich on my dress <laughs> on my table in front of the TV. The copy of Arbitrage. I like. I like opened it. I cracked it open. Like I'll watch this, and it's just been sitting there like that. You know what? Dump an actual sandwich. On I it. would rather watch. I would rather watch things again. Like I'd rather watch Argo again. Would you? What would you say about Argo? Because I was thinking of something you might say about Argo. What I'd say and about as Argo, far as Argo, you mean like a classic Benz? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what would it be? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I don't. I don't think I have. I that. thought you could say Argo, Argo again. What? Like I'm a talking dog? <laughs> <laughs> Argo again. That's um, better. No, but I. I will see it again because I did. I got too drunk when I saw it, oh. and I I didn't appreciate it. Not just I, drunk enough. Yeah, I, I got too drunk. I was just drunk enough for Lincoln. Except, <laughs> except, except at the end of Lincoln, I didn't understand why uh, 
what's his name? Uh, John Wilkes Booth didn't run across the stage after killing Lincoln. Mm-hmm. And it's because at the end of the movie Lincoln, they're at a different theater yes. with his son watching a play. Why was that a fake I out? I don't know, you know why they did like, that. Oh, I thought it was going to be the play where Lincoln gets shot, but it's just a play. His son is it's watching. Just, and then a guy comes out and goes, Lincoln's is, dead. It's like, oh, how many plays? How many plays are going on? <laughs> like, how many plays are being produced that uh, the whole Lincoln family <laughs> happens to be at plays at the same time? And they didn't have enough seats for the family? Just I to go to one place? Yeah, that's right. You know, I, I, the reviews goodness. for our American cousin weren't very good. It sold out, Tad. You'll have <laughs> to go see this weird pirate play. Did you see tad it? Or ta- did. Is it Tad or Tag? <laughs> did you? I did see it. and uh, Did you think Sally Field was a little over the top? I had no I'm whispering problem with that. her. A lot she of people heard their child oh, died oh, just in the you know recent story of the movie. So she's a little distraught. A little. And she has like three scenes. I'm Mary Lincoln, and I'm in this movie Lincoln, Mr. Lincoln. Do you see you thought me? She was, she, you thought she was Norma Raying it a little bit? Like she was protesting a little too much? I liked that everybody looked insane. Yeah. And I thought that when they were having the big fights in the house that somebody should have said, what are we fighting for? We all look ridiculous. <laughs> Surely there's some I common ground. I like the movie a lot, though. All that. Was- it should have been called Lincoln. There might be blood. <laughs> there, might, there might be blood. <laughs> he was great, though. He did good. He is so he did, good. He did good, tall acting. Like, oh, he had this walk. Like that's I'm what so I said. tall. I have to walk this way. I said that. On did you know that podcast? Too? I was yeah. like, dude, was that CGI? That yeah. he that he is like fake taller and yeah. <laughs> and and look like he was dealing with it. So it's so like, good. Oh, it's amazing. I love James Spader. I like the I liked all the cast. Yeah, uh, it's, it's an Sally amazing. Uh, uh, except for who? Oh, Sally Field. Yeah, and of course, yeah, and Sally of course, Field. Paul F. Tompkins should have been in there. Oh, that would have been so great. As, you as would a have fellow with a top so hat good. who had to run so and give a message to someone, been saying that to me on Twitter, like, why weren't you in Lincoln? <laughs> yeah, why weren't you in Lincoln? Like, I don't know. God damn it! You, totally <laughs> you know what? You're be. right. You've made yeah. your case. Well, you would have been great. The Constitution needs a new amendment. So will you yield? I don't know. See, you'd be better. I don't understand. I mean, this is. I object. (laughs) I mean, maybe this is an insult. But here we go. Why isn't Paul of Tompkins famous? I don't get it. What do you mean not famous? Well, I mean, famous to us. Like I shouldn't be here, right? No. You know what I mean? Like, uh, you know, these guys that go to the Oscars and shit. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, it's never too late. It's never too late. It's true. Rodney Dangerfield got nominated for like his he... first award when he was 93. 93? <laughs> I made that up. And George Burns. George Burns. Um, he was pretty old when he got nominated, right? You, true, you, but had his own 90 show. <laughs> That's why Abe Vigoda is holding out hope. That's right. Still alive. Still over 90. Because you could still play an old person in a movie and win an Oscar for it. That's true. Like they still uh, – What's his face? Most uh, of the voters are old. What was the the Christopher fella? Plummer? Uh, yes, and yes, last, last year. year, well deserved. I never saw it. Good movie. A little but, bit slow. I Which didn't one see was it. it? Beginners. Beginners? Yes, I liked that a lot. Yeah. Yes, it was a very charming movie and very sad and very sweet. What do you think about like the? Me. Doesn't like the dog or the cat have subtitles? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's the that's the <laughs> one. Oops, I blocked it out. That's the one. Yeah. Fuck that movie. Um, 
Paul, before we bring out our chef, that to me is, that to me is like when, when Uma Thurman makes a square in Pulp Fiction and they draw it on the screen. Not a fan of that. Do you know what? That was a thing at mm. the time. I think I liked that. And now when I think about You've it, grown it to bugs hate me. It. Yeah. it bugged me immediately. Yeah. I was immediately like, fiction. and then also that <laughs> she also said, we'll be square in uh, kill bill and made the same gesture, but they didn't make the lines on the screen. And I was just like, why do you have to keep, why, why like a remind fun me of that thing? I didn't like. Yeah. Like when every movie they open the trunk and there's a point of view from the trunk. It's like, okay, I, I, it doesn't have to be in every movie. Yeah. And I, and I don't think he did it in Inglorious Bastards because they don't have trunks in Nazi Germany. I gotta see that damn. It's before the invention of trunks. Were you in that? I was not. Okay. <laughs> and Sam Levine played two parts. It's true. So what's the justice in that? It's true. I was at a. I don't really what? know Quentin Tarantino, but I know him well enough. What? You know him. I know who he is. You yes. know of him. Yes, I know of him. But You've I, met him. But at the one night that I met him, and he knew my name because people that I – that uh, we have mutual friends. Uh, but the one night I met him, he got into his car at the valet, and we were both leaving. And he turned and looked at me and went, hey, Doug Benson. <laughs> I was like, what, QT? <laughs> And I think he said, I don't even, I'm not sure exactly what the joke was, but it was something like, you know, that joke that's in The Shining, I think, where it's, uh, uh, what's the difference between a a raven and a writing desk? It's from, oh, go ahead. What's it from? I think it's from Alice in Wonderland. (laughs) Maybe, yeah, also. Mm. (laughs) It's just one of those jokes where the punchline is that it doesn't make any sense at all. But he asked me that joke, and then as he sped off in his yellow Lamber, whatever. Uh, <laughs> I mean, as he sped away, he yelled the you know uh, non sequitur punchline: "The higher, the fewer," and drove off. Like, like and I was just like, like he was trying to make a movie like, scene happen. I was just like, "Oh, Quentin, <laughs> you really burned me with that one." Can I share my Quentin Tarantino yes. story? Oh, I'd love it. Well, some friends and I were dining, apropos. <laughs> And uh, we were at this place called Gardens of Taxco. It's a Mexican yes. restaurant. Really enjoyable. And we were celebrating uh, Neil Mahoney's birthday, uh, our dear friend Neil Mahoney. And um, at the other end of the restaurant, uh, well, we see that this woman walks past us. And I say, oh, my God, it's Uma Thurman. She's like – she's tall. She's like wearing some fancy hat or something. Uh, like she looked cool, you know. I said, oh, it's Uma Thurman. And there were two people at the table – one of whom I might be married to, saying, no, that's not Uma Thurman. It doesn't even look like her. And I said, I, no, that's Uma Thurman. She's a very distinctive looking person. That's Uma Thurman. No. That she walks to the other <laughs> end and sits down next to Quentin Tarantino. And I'm like, I think that's Uma Thurman. Nope, like, nope. he nope. hangs out with Uma lookalikes. No, they still existed. Like, that wasn't enough. Like, I still don't think it's her. Like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. I mean, you really had to go prove it at that point. And that and Asian lady oh, next to him on the other side her. is not Margaret Cho. <laughs> It wasn't her. <laughs> it was a guy, and I, I was embarrassed. I would, yeah, I would have went over and said, "Let me see your feet." But you know who it was? Because I could confirm it with her feet. Because those shots of her feet in uh, Kill Bill are disgusting. Keep your fetishes to yourself. You know what she I mean? Has a, like, don't you don't have to yeah. put it into a movie? Yeah, you don't. You don't have to have finger toes. How about this? Also, <laughs> in you the can movie. you can shoot your own uh, fetish. 
porn or whatever, but you don't have to include it in the final product. Like you're yeah. the director, you can yeah. take that footage home yeah. and you can just have it. Hey, listen, one last shot of the day. I need I need a shot of some feet. <laughs> And then every woman on set, please take your shoes off. We'll get shot. out of here. Yeah, <laughs> we always do a foot shot. Everyone looking at me. What about is it? it? They yell on movie sets when it's the next to the last shot. That's the Abby Singer. Yeah, yeah. Oh. That comes cool. from Abby Singer was like a, a Mary Tyler Moore Productions person. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that was a, a name that popped up like on the Mary Tyler Moore Show and Bob Newhart and all those. What's another popular name for a Lou shot Grant. that I'm thinking of? Martini. Yes. Martini shot Which is the actual, is the actual last shot. Oh. The Abby Singer is the second to last shot because Abby Singer apparently famously uh, was wrong every time he would call the last shot. Oh, that's funny. It's funny, right? Yeah. That guy, we mock him. it's called that. We mock him forever. Forever he is enshrined for being wrong. At some point, we were somewhere together, either podcasting or just having a conversation. (laughs) And I tried to explain to you that the the, uh, California, that that SIG alerts, when they say there's a traffic jam and it's a SIG alert, I tried to explain that it was named after the man who came up with it, who is uh, Sigmund something. Mm. And you thought it was the craziest thing you'd... Not the craziest thing you'd ever heard. But you nope, stren- it is. You strenuously denied that that could be possible, that there's a guy named Sig that they named that after. Well, I think I, I denied what I and had I've a hard never time had closure with. on it. I've never I've, had a moment to say to you, no, that is what it is. <laughs> I think I had a hard time accepting, like, it's really that? It's, like, yeah. that's all it is? Yeah, it's ridiculous. But they, why? But it's so confusing when they call it that. Because it seems it seems like it stands for something, or that it means something yeah, CIG stands yeah. or something, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. or that it's you know that they mention it because there's a lot of smoking, a lot of yeah, people flinging their something. cigarettes out of car windows. So look out for those. Cigarette, you know, at first we have I a do think I thought that's what that was. Yeah, no, his name's Sigmund. Like a fire. Sigmund something. Oh, he invented the cigarette. Hey, everybody, it's Sigmund. I got an alert for you. Look out! <laughs> Oh, there's a bunch of cars out there. They're going crazy. Anyway, Sigmund signing off. <laughs> so, like I said, Prometheus is sold out tomorrow night. Oh. So, don't even you try to come, okay. Karen Anderson or right. KT Money. You know no, me. I could get you in. I could make it happen. But next up, uh, we're going to do Love Actually as oh. the uh, Christmas interruption on December 20th. I watched a good hunk of that on Thanksgiving, and it's like a movie that is really not very good at all. No. <laughs> But people I love sort of, it. People love I it. I sort of feel bad Even for it. Even dudes like, like it. It's like a. It's one of those uh, chick flicks that dudes are cool with. Because porn's in it. Is that why? There's there one of the storylines is these porn actors who fall in love. Oh they're yeah, they're like are porn you extras. Of or Boogie Nights. Always. And it moves. Oh. Why wasn't I in Boogie, Boogie Nights? It moves. <laughs> that would be that you should have been in. <laughs> I, I would love if the listeners would compose a list of movies that I should. Yeah, have Yeah, why aren't you in The Master? What happened there? Oh. <laughs> what Fall, happened falling, there? Falling out. <laughs> I guess. I guess he got his fill of me. Yeah. It's like enough. That's it's like I tried this guy off camera. Let's see what he can do on camera. This guy I works think I get so it. perfectly in period films. I've had enough of him. Wrong period. What about his? Uh, his next thing is reportedly a uh, Beach Boys uh, surf music movie. I'll probably be in it. Yeah, yeah, of course. You could be. Yeah, he'd be the. I like, can see you. He'd be the local DJ that spins their song <laughs> oh, for the that first would be time. Good, but I was thinking he could be an, uh, a record promoter guy. What do you? I yeah, mean, you know, sure. Like our guy. I could be yeah. oily. He could be like Tom Hanks in that thing you do. Yeah. What um, is that thing we should that you bring do the again? guy. You know why? Because I it. could talk to this guy all day. This is a problem. We're having a really fun conversation. It's true. Well, let's do it. Let's uh um his name John, is Jonathan John is Jonathan Peters. Jonathan Peters. Peters. And uh let's Which yeah. Is yeah, a Katie, let's bring him name. in. 
What? Isn't that Barbara Streisand's producer? Like, yes, yeah. Barbara John. Streisand's former lover, husband. Yeah, supposedly based oh. after sh- you know shampoo was supposedly based after. Wasn't that something about John Peters? Oh, yeah, it seems yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't judge me. I just uh, I've never heard him referred to as Jonathan. So that's John. 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 J O N. Yeah, yeah. The, He's the, one of those. The uh, Warren Beatty character in that movie is, is supposedly based on him. Oh, I was right. Yeah. <laughs> And the Goldie Hawn character is based on Anwar Sadat. Okay, here we go. <laughs> wow. Jonathan Peters, please uh, take a seat and Sign join in. us. Jonathan Peters, how are you? And tell hey, us. Thank you very much for coming. Thank you for having me. Now, is- am I wrong to say, <laughs> I just preface everything with that now, um, that you were uh, you worked for you worked or do work still for Gordon Ramsay? Did work, yeah. Okay. Um, for, yeah, over a year. And did you uh, happen to buy that television show of his? I was I worked on three of his shows. Oh, there you go! Wow. So uh, I started out with I started out working on Hell's Kitchen and went on the road with him for about six months doing Kitchen Nightmares and then a few more months doing Hotel Hell. And uh, <laughs> what, what, in between, what all has that. nothing to do with food. It's just about uh, crappy hotels. craziness. Bed yeah, bugs. sort of. Um, the bed bug show. Yeah, yeah, and bad stains on on bedding. But oh, um, no. did you get the black light yeah, out? You take yeah, the black light. Yeah. Yeah. You take the CSI light out and go. Yeah, oh, look at all these children. Right. That a little bit frightening. Uh, in we're between, left in this bedspread. Let's yeah. not eat in here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, in between that, I uh, opened uh, opened his, one of his restaurants in Montreal and opened his restaurant in Las Vegas and was working on his restaurant that just opened here. And why are you so. here with us today? Yeah, yeah you Again. have such a business. Well, that's, a, this might be, that's a long story that I probably shouldn't really talk about. But um, I'm not working with him anymore. So now I'm chef over at Pally House. Oh, cool. And very happy. Love oh, Pally House here in Los Angeles on uh, Holloway near uh, like a block away from Santa Monica. And yeah, it's sort of La Cienega. street there. You've yeah. been there a lot, right? Of course, yes. Fr- I've been there a couple of, of times. Yes. Yeah, it's uh, in my little category. Like hearing street. it out loud, I'm seeing it as two separate words. Oh, right. Like yeah. P-A-L-L-Y space house. Right. And then as soon as you said that, I could see. Yeah, it never, yeah, it never makes sense in an Evite or anything. You just have to go and experience it. And it's one of those things that doesn't make sense in an Evite. Yeah. You know, something It's like, come over to Pally House. Evited. What? what? <laughs> What's going to – is the place where people pal around? May I ask Jonathan a question? Of course. Yes. Jonathan, what movies do you think I should have been in? <laughs> Are they remaking anything with Burt Reynolds? Because uh, very oh, good. Mustache. You know what? They should, right? <laughs> Aren't we due for a Hooper reboot? Oh my God! I've got a role. I, for I was you. thinking Best Little Whorehouse in Texas. <laughs> sure, that's probably look. I'm I'll from do Texas, it. So. Oh, there you go. You? Good. Right. Karen's taking a but photograph would, would of the food. Nerdist.com. These days, we don't really have. There's not Probably. really another one of her around. No, there's only one Dolly Parton. That's yeah, true. Thank God. That's I very mean, true. She's still with us as of yes. this recording. Maybe yes. Snooky could do it. <laughs> That's a horrible idea. <laughs> what if she has a beautiful singing voice and no one realizes it? Can you, you guys give me a chance. It smells so good. It's yeah. really exciting. Let's, let's get into the first. Uh, uh, here, well, uh, Paul, you're our guest. I mean, the first, one. first course, right. so to speak. So, uh, seared scallops with spaghetti squash and a citrus and herb salad. Oh, this is a dish we do at Pally House. Um, that's, that's totally acceptable. Classless. Yeah. Yeah. You're in charge. Oh, it fell apart. The beautiful just, presentation. Just take a third that's of okay. It. It's on a green plastic plate, so you know. You know, John, I think this might be the first time I've had spaghetti squash. Actually, oh, really? spaghettied. Yeah. Welcome aboard. It's it's oh, it's uh, fun. It's a fun little vegetable, actually. Yeah. Does everybody have their silverware? I love it. Unspaghettied. Uns, uns <laughs> oh, thank you. Of course. There you go. Thank There's you. your knife, Doug. 
I love scallops so much. They're they're great. They are great. Now, I'm not a big seafood eater, so I want to. Do I want to get like a bit of everything into one? Uh, bite? Yeah, I would try. I mean, uh, that's kind of the ideal thing, really. Um, I mean, the flavors all do work together, but you know, I'm not a. You know, now somebody thinks you have to actually construct the perfect bite with every single bite that you take. That's, that's a little bit tedious. This is going to be an, an insanely big bite I'm getting. But, <laughs> but, but Karen is giving the um, chewing and thumbs up. That's oh, good. Yeah. To, that's, that's good to see. That's delicious. Thank you. Thank oh, you. wow. Yeah, like, and, I like and, and as I said, I'm and you don't like seafood either. either. Great. Yeah. yeah. That's a good compliment. But I feel like I want to develop a taste for it because people love it so much. You know, when I love seafood. I think, um, I think a lot of people kind of <laughs> go off of seafood in an early age because they eat bad seafood. I think that's Not necessarily exactly right. not not like bad rotten, but just poorly prepared. Yeah. Sort of, you know I mean? Like frozen fish sticks or yeah, something. Yeah, you know, that's, that's like growing up. Yeah. Exciting, you know? Absolutely. Um, Excuse me. So, when I was are. younger, I would hear, you know, people would say to me all the time, oh, I got so sick on bad sushi. Like, I'd hear that a lot. And so it just gave me the impression, well, why why even eat a food that, like, you know, you hear stories of people getting sick from it. <laughs> yeah, and sure. then why I started having sushi and I've never had a problem and also never, you know, never looked back because it's yeah. like. Oh, it's one of the best. It's like, it seems like a very rare, weird uh, situation oh, where terrible. sushi would make you sick. It's, uh, it's similar flavor, though, mm. actually. Sort of, sort of licorice Now, what do you do with the spaghetti squash to make it so damn delicious? Uh, we, we cut them in half, scoop the seeds out, rub them down with olive oil, salt, pepper, roast them. Till roast they, them, yeah. Roast them until they're done, and then till you just done. shred it with a fork. <laughs> oh, really? He learns cut. <laughs> yeah, better pretend like uh, I have it some knowledge. It stays so um, intact. Mm-hmm. I heard that um, world-famous uh, chef, TV chef, Cake Boss... Might uh, might stop by at some point and try a bit of your food, Doug. Okay. How would well, he uh, even know if you're that cool we're with here? That. <laughs> I called him. He's been on Douglas movies a couple of times, and I said, "If you want to just stop by at any moment, it would be hilarious if you showed up." Come like, on, in. I, I hope he brings a yeah. cake because yeah. I didn't make dessert. So, uh, <laughs> oh no, dessert. That's good to know. Yeah, I'll I bet eat, he did. I, uh, I did. Uh, I'll eat more of this then. My, my divorce. My my desserts aren't very <laughs> transportable, so I just I didn't <laughs> even make not? the attempt. So. Are they all? What, uh, no, it's all more hot or something. Or? All, well, no, it's more a matter of yeah, either hot or um, you know, very cold. So they don't travel not, well. Very yeah, cold. that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, it's like French fries. Yeah. So, uh, but I but I did bring uh, a bunch of cheese and some things to go with that. So we. Uh, oh, that sounds nice. We do it the French way and have uh, cheese after food. You know, may I be the first to say ooh la la. <laughs> No. The scallops was perfect because I, I have had I've had a lot of them that I don't don't really care for. I'm, I'm one of those kind of people that's on the fish fence. Mm. The text, I mean the the uh, doneness, yeah, was perfect. Like like it was so good that it didn't need the bacon wrapped around it. That is usually the thing <laughs> that gets me what, gets me know, into I, a scallop. I mean, there's nothing wrong with bacon. It's a great ingredient, but why why would you? I don't really understand that, to be honest. Bacon's such a strong It really is just you're, you're ordering you're, – you're going uh, ahead and just having a piece of bacon and yeah, it's yeah. wrapped around some fish that just happens to be there. Which is – you know, and scallops have such a good flavor on their own. Why, why – uh, And I mean in real life, they would never meet each other. Right? Yeah. yeah. There's never – yeah, there's yeah. no farm fish. <laughs> Easy fish fence. <laughs> But thank you. That was delicious. And uh, if, you, if you don't mind uh, bringing us something else, we would, sure. we would love it. Sure thing. So good. I will do that. <laughs> what kind of people? Karen gets so serious and sad about, <laughs> about delicious food. 
like well, found. Like, why is this happening? Well, yeah, you get you get very to like you say that the 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 Louis de Palma room. Yeah, and these guys, you heard his resume. It's mm-hmm. amazing. And yet, sure, you know, and then they come over. Someone must have talked him into it. Well, Maybe it was that mean Gordon Ramsay. Yeah. Oh, that. But everybody you go work on the podcast. This, <laughs> this did he just show up? It was got, a, this is got, a perfect uh, uh, um, you know, we came up with the perfect ruse, you know, this whole idea that like we'll come on our podcast and bring us food. People because everyone now the in the food world even more so than the stand up comedy world wants wants to be on television and want, or or broadcast in some way even yeah. if it's just a podcast it's like uh you know it's 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 He's great that chefs though. it's great that chefs get to get their you know their own thing out you know through mostly through cable tv programs and yes. and the and the the Gordon Ramsay shows yeah. and stuff but uh, Michelin stars. Before he gets back in here, I just want to say that while I was in New York City, I ate at Guy Fieri's. Oh, no! Boy. The Guy, famous one from Guy, the review? Guy's American. Yeah. Yes. And first of all, it wasn't as bad as that review <laughs> I says. I think so. Yeah. I mean, that review was like, that, that review was had it in for him. Oh, it was a masterpiece. Yeah. Though. I had the, uh, when I was there, because... The thing is that it's perfectly located because it's right amongst a bunch of Broadway theaters. Mm-hmm. So I, I went there because I was between shows and most of the bars and restaurants in, in the Broadway area are just packed all the time. Yeah. Even if you want to sit at the bar alone and eat, it's hard to do. Because they end up being more intimate places, like they're older places. Mm-hmm. you know, Or in the lobby of a hotel yeah. or whatever. But this so, place is gigantic, right? This place, they just built it so big that you can just – there's two different bars that – and one bar is huge and it goes all the way around that like uh, individuals such as myself could slip in between shows and sit down and have some cocktails and maybe something to eat despite the bad reviews. And I ordered the uh, sashimi tacos – and they come in one of those little weird holders where there's like four different tacos being like kind of held up in a fancy way. And it's sashimi and a bunch of other stuff and a crispy taco. And they were perfectly delicious. So now I have a place to go that I know is there for me. Like it, it, it's weirdly brilliant that they opened up there. Right. Because there's just a lot of people wandering around that need places to go to. And so he's getting tourists that are excited to go to Guy Fieri's. And then. And they don't read the news. And that's weird. And then. They sure don't. But they just from the recognition of the name, you know what I mean? Like Bubba Gump Shrimp. Yeah. That's crazy that those places are full Uh, of people. He had such a good plan in the movie. I'm glad to see he executed it. (laughs) Oh, did he make it through that movie? I can't remember. The shrimp guy died. Yeah. What? Well, right? Mikkel T. Williamson's well, then character how died. Did, does Forrest Gump then open the restaurant? Jerry Sinise does. Does he open a restaurant? Lieutenant Dan? I believe. Lieutenant Dan. So I think he's got his band to worry about. I think the about. restaurant is more like an invention of like... Yeah. You know, this movie's come that, up an awful lot lately. But, but I don't think in the movie... Forrest Gump? Really? I don't think there's a restaurant opening in Forrest Gump. All right. I'm guessing there isn't. DVD? I think... I think DVD, maybe? I think it's just uh, in the restaurant. his girlfriend dies of AIDS and then the movie's over. Mm. 
I don't think there's a triumphant. And we're all left to wonder well, why it happened. Something to play. Do you still, are, are you... You're going to play something for us? Yeah. Hurry. Okay. Because he's coming back with more food. I know, but you were saying Cake Boss, right? Mm-hmm. So remember I sent you something? Oh, that's right. So, okay, Paul. When you did Cake Boss on a show, yes. I thought that was a real Cake Boss. Because I don't watch Karen, Cake Boss. I didn't know. Oh, okay. Well, I that swear makes more to sense. God, I thought it was Cake Boss. And You're I thought, the worst. I just said up out loud that Cake <laughs> Boss might come by so that he could pretend to be Cake Boss. And then now you're sitting here calling it out before we had a chance to even do it. Yeah, but I'm the only one that thinks that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Doug, we could have fooled another person who yeah. has never heard of or seen so, Cake Boss. <laughs> So we started saying Cake Boss because you'd say Cake Boss and then people would go Cake Boss. Cake Boss. Right? And that was right. still you though, right? Yes, that was still me. Okay. See, I still don't know. The so, real Cake Boss does not yell Cake Boss when, you, when I, anyone says Cake well, Boss. Well, I've had this discussion with you before, yes. Yeah. But I did not know that. So, uh, But her one of so her my sons, little guy, Rodrigo. Who was oh, time, Rodrigo. His real name is Andrew, but I call uh, him Rodrigo. And, oh, it's Andy. And I haven't, and I haven't met so him. So here's what it is. Oops. Oh, it's a long one. <laughs> How old is he? We did this for weeks. We How old this. is he? Well, now he's going to be four. This, this, so I can't believe, but so wow. he got it because you let him listen to an episode of Douglas Moon? No, Blake and I started going around the house. <laughs> Doing cake boss for a few days, and so do you know Blake? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He used to he bartended at that Fellini's. Yes, where we all just yes, it was yes, just yes. a twenty four hour alcohol. That was when I first Bacchanal. Got to, I first got to town, and I didn't. I barely knew anyone, and I also had no money. And there were a lot of nights where I would just sit there while everybody free? else was drinking. Like I wish. Oh, really? Because there's happen. a lot of free drinks too there. Yeah, not to everybody. <laughs> You weren't quite in yet. Yeah, yeah. Vince one time, like somebody offered to buy me a drink, and I said, and I'd been like been sitting there dry for like I had spent all my drinking money dry. with just one beer. <laughs> like my throat was like super dry, and then somebody offered to buy me a beer, and I said, oh yes, thank you, like Oliver Twist, <laughs> and uh, and then Vince went. Bet this guy's got a hundred dollars in his wallet right now. Like I, like his theory was that I was just cheap, just like yeah, I'm just gonna sit here for hours, just wait for somebody to buy me a drink, no matter how long it takes. And also, this guy has the worst comebacks. It, one time, we another went, water, please. We went hiking one time, and some dog came up to our dog and started like trying to cause a fight. And the ladies, and we said, "Hey, get your dog on a leash," you know. And the lady's like, uh, "Fuck you," you know. And, nice. and Vince, here's his comeback. Hey, hey. Why don't you go back to the beauty parlor and get your roots done? We're like, all right, let's go before we <laughs> We can't see her. Was it really a problem? No, it made, well, she had a hat on probably. Let's get out of here before that woman pities us. It makes no sense. That's a big comeback for him. Go to the beauty parlor. He's a get nice guy, though. Done. He's a nice guy. He was in American Werewolf in, in he, uh, Paris. That's g- right. Gets to L.A. in four days and all of a sudden is like in a bunch he, of movies. He was working right away. I, but, I don't, but where is he now? Um, I don't know. I haven't seen yeah, the guy. He's a, he's a pan flash. Pan flash. He was in a sitcom. <laughs> he's a pan flash. It's a real pan flash. 
you know. you, speaking of pan flashes, what do you think's going on with Jonathan Peters? I don't know. He's probably sitting downstairs going, is there anything from, else but a microwave from here? Pally House. <laughs> he doesn't, doesn't. Katie's like, we have a refrigerator. <laughs> we have a toilet. <laughs> we have a toilet. We have little gumdrops down there. Well, let me go to another one of my uh, pieces of business since we're still waiting. Uh, oh, we're still on oh, the piece of B. Oh, here he comes. Forget about it. It's okay. Forget about it. Oh, oh God, look at this. Oh, yeah. oh boy, what's this? Um, so Squab, which is a game bird, and uh, I'll say. Celery root and uh, pomegranate seeds, wild mushrooms, and uh, liver toast. Yes. So this guy, this yes. is what, this is the real deal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There are only two pieces of liver toast, because um, I didn't get very much liver out of birds that small. Um, they have small. They don't but, drink a lot, right? Uh, Should <laughs> who who would want to sit <laughs> out on the liver toast? Anybody? I'll sit out on the liver toast. You will? You don't want to try? I'll split it with you. I was going to say. Oh, you that's yeah. light. Thanks, Doug. Yeah. Uh, I, he made it sound like he was. He was <laughs> yeah, two yeah. Or let's, nobody. let's let's split it up. I'd like <laughs> to split it. <laughs> it was a test, um, Doug. Don't you see? <laughs> How, what about the squabbies? There's two other. So, are, is it cool to call them squabbies? Yeah, I mean, yeah sure. Why All right. Um, yeah, I mean, they're, they're easy. I can maybe help. Uh, I don't know how well I can cut Aaron. with a plastic knife, but I don't need no help tearing apart a little bird. All right. Well, then uh, I'll do it like I would not do it in a restaurant. Get a but how I would want it to do it the whole the, time uh, <laughs> with your soda fingers. can in there. Um, I want to promote some. So the uh, the breasts are just are just uh, basically pan roasted, and the legs I poach in duck fat, and then toss them in a little buttermilk, the buttermilk and flour, yeah. and of fry them like chicken. Fry them, yeah. This might be the best thing I ever eat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited about this. I mean, Karen, stop taking pictures of, of it all, and divide smell. it up. All right. Well, I can't divide it. Why Jonathan. can't you? Jonathan is the professional. I don't yeah. know what – I've never cut up a squab before. Just I've like had quail. Karen, that can't be true. Well, it's bigger than quail. So it's uh, what do I have at Zuni Cafe in San Francisco? They have squab there, right? They probably do. They probably do. Does anyone ever pronounce it squab? <laughs> I, I, well, you just did. Ooh. You passed my test, Jonathan. Precedent has been set. That's He's right. our worst interviewer. <laughs> Interviewer, <laughs> we bring in <laughs> comedians and people to interview <laughs> them. Because Karen and I just want to oh, hang out. Oh, please! There's still time. <laughs> uh, still to work, you have a Whale and Jenny shirt on. You got a yep. bandana on. You got some tattoos. Uh, I'm from Texas. Wow, you know how to dude. paint a picture. <laughs> well, what am I saying? The guy is like, he's like the badass cook. He works for Gordon Ramsay all over the world, by the way. Until recently. Right. This guy uses the word Gordon, Gordon hell I still in get two along, of his three shows. I, I will point out that <laughs> things that, the that. things that went bad over there were not because of him. Um, oh, okay. That's good to know. Yeah, he and I still get along. he seems like a sweetie. Um, <laughs> you know what? He's actually a pretty fun guy. I gotta, yeah, he I gotta knows, say, he knows I he's making a TV once. show. Like, yeah, you know, you, know, you got to yell at some people he, if you're um, making a TV show. He took a bunch of us out, a bunch of his crew, chartered a, chartered a yacht. And took us out on the ocean for a day just because we had a good time. Wow. Like making the show. He was like, hey, great kitchen staff. It was just the kitchen staff from the show. Just took us all out. And uh, Would you go out on a squab? Like a 100-foot yeah. squab? It was. But, yeah, I mean, it was actually, you know, he's, he's a good guy. But um, Yeah, touch it. Well, <laughs> I like taking it with your hands and pull it apart. I like that Gordon Ramsay so, stays true to his character, and I remember seeing him seeing him on American Idol last year. Toast. And one of the contestants, their mother had brought oh, some, some homemade 
spaghetti sauce. Got one from me in house. Some marinara, and he tasted it on the air and said it was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> the guy's mom is right there. Okay, they're like this. That's fantastic. This I mean, he's uh, he speaks he speaks his mind. There's uh, <laughs> there's really no question about that. Um, so I I did microwave the bird for a minute because it was it kind of got cold, but um, I'm hoping it's not too over. Done. I think it's going to be great. As long as there's at least some uh, red and pink still in there. It there be. is. Now you're supposed to uh, serve delicious. squab rare, right? Fairly rare, yeah. Rare to medium rare. Um, ga- any game bird, really. Squab, quail, they're just, you know, if you if you cook them too much, they just seize up on you uh, and they get really chewy. But, That's uh, like me too. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, we'll make sure to leave you rare as well. Oh, my God. Is it fried? The legs are fried. Bingo. Yeah. Well, yeah. wait. So only the legs are fried. The legs are fried. The the breast is just like wow. seared in a pan. And, and yet this is a complete little bird. So how did you – or were they not separate? I took the legs off. Oh. Um, so I, I – the birds come in whole. I take the legs off and uh, poach them in duck fat and then, and then take the breast off in one piece and then the backs and the wings and I make a little sauce. You know, you put a little red hot on this, and you got yourself a. You know, I actually thought about saving the wings and making like little hot wings out of them. (laughs) (laughs) You're really good. That's a good idea. I might do that next time. (laughs) No, this by itself is. I was making a joke, but it would be good. But it's kind of a fun idea. Yeah. Yeah, it's really good. Oh, we're really going to town on this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is. uh, I ran this as a special a couple weeks back, and. yeah. What else is on the menu there? Oh my goodness. Um, so what's my my favorite is actually a, another dish that I'm bringing up in a little while. So I don't want to spoil it. Um, I've been to some I've private events, or really, like they have a lot of parties there. We do right? a lot of parties. Yeah, there. I've been to yeah. a few there, and uh, and you know the appetizers that would come around and stuff were delicious. And they'd always have like a pretty good spread of like meat and cheeses and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I and we yeah we still do a lot of parties, especially this time of year. We're we're sort of inundated. Um, oh yeah, because Arbor Day is coming up. <laughs> um, For some reason, but, I started thinking, does that have something to do with the bird? <laughs> so we're gonna have more squab. Arboretum Day. Arboretum Day. <laughs> um, so but, well. I don't want to spoil the stuff coming up, but I have. Uh, I'll talk to you about a couple of dishes I didn't bring. Um, chicken dish, which most people is like kind of a throw. You're just like, oh, I gotta have a chicken on the menu. So you just kind of throw something dumb together. Um, I, but I, I put a little more thought into it. So I, I buy two kinds of wild rice, a black wild rice, a red wild rice, cook those, mix them together. And then um, when we actually cook it, we do it kind of like dirty rice from the south. So there's like chopped liver, onions. Mm. Um, yeah. And then the chicken legs, we actually confit and shred and fry them crispy and then mix all that in with the rice. Oh, God, that wow. sounds really good. And, yeah. uh, and then uh, get these like little baby mustard greens make a little salad. And uh, Let's have it. Sounds great. Crispy chicken skin on top. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, well, what? You know, what? What's that? What's that? That's, 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 that's not here. You'll, uh, you'll, have to, you'll have to come for dinner. You'll have to come for dinner. It's not far away. Um it only took me five minutes to get here, which is a little bit surprising. And there we go. And it's raining. Which is, I know. I was, like, I was like, oh, God, it's 530 and it's raining. It's going to take me forever to go a mile and a half. Los Angeles, but, folks. Yep. This is what it's like. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I love it's mustard it. greens, by the way. I, they're great. Yeah. I love they're all great. the green. Any greens, I'll eat any of the I'm, greens. I'm right there. Yeah. I love greens. They're good stuff. Can't um, really hit it off with these greens. Greens. Greens well, are important. Sometimes they're important. We find, Paul, 
after we've done some studying of the podcasters, that food really brings people together. (laughs) They seem to like it. I'm glad I commissioned those studies. That's right. It was me the whole time. (laughs) I'm an eccentric millionaire, and I'm pleased with the results. Everyone's getting raised. I really am waiting for the show where, like, when the chef leaves the room, we're like, oh, boy, I can't believe I just ate some of that. <laughs> what garbage is he going to bring us next? It has not. Or she. Simply has not happened. And I'm yeah. not, I, I will <laughs> to be say, fair, a woman could also be a terrible yes, chef. Yes. <laughs> I can look back, though, and say to, uh, to um, Jonathan. Jonathan that I'm happy you kind of use a microwave. Like, some of the people don't want to use it, I but – I, hate I, it, no but one, I didn't want to bring cold. No food. one likes it. Everyone hates yeah. it. But it's like at least it's a little warmer because like there was a few dishes. I'm not, I can't even remember who did it, but there was a. Few. Oh, that you didn't like that gazpacho that was cold. <laughs> no, that's right. That was it. Or the you ice cream. About that. Oh, you got there. <laughs> gazpacho. Just cake. Could Cake Boss try one bite? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Cake Boss, are you here? <laughs> what do you want me to do? <laughs> I'll try this. Uh, oh, Cake Boss is here. Cake Boss. Boss. Cake Boss. What's this crazy food? It looks like a little uh, alien bird. <laughs> How did he get here? In his spaceship made like, shaped like an egg, like a walk for walk. <laughs> All right, let me take a little bite. Now, Just you know, a small I bite, Cake eat, Boss. I never, cake Boss. I never <laughs> eat anything but cake, so this will be an experiment for me. <laughs> oh, it's delicious. It's like a, a non-sweetened cake. <laughs> All right, I gotta go. You like it? Oh, Cake Boss had Cake to boss. go. Oh, there he, he's left. Cake Boss, I love you. <laughs> there he goes. He's gone. Oh, I play that. All one. right, Jonathan. Let's whatever you got next. Please bring it. All right, let's, All right, do, let's it. do it. Very excited. How did you start doing that, Cake Boss? Cake Boss. I that that, that happened for the first time That's on a Best Week ever. One. On Best Week ever, I'd never seen that show before, and. Uh, uh, we were. It was in the clip package for that week, and he was just screaming and yelling at his staff, and that was the genesis of that impression. <laughs> and I think, I think even as even then, it was him saying his own name, <laughs> which amused me. Uh, and he referred to himself as the Cake Boss. Yeah, why wouldn't he? Right. I actually totally credit Paul with uh, now that I have this podcast with you. What? Because he's we heard that's what all happened. I mean, that's how I got in contact with you again. It's because I said we listened to your podcast and we loved it. I said you like heard an email. Cake Boss, and, and then you and said uh, all and the I family said, is saying Cake Boss, and I sent you that thing. And then you sent me an email saying we should do a food podcast. Well, yeah, but first I sent you Andy doing the po- Cake Boss, Cake Boss, yeah, yeah, and uh, and then he decided, okay, we'll do the podcast. We'll figure it out sometime. What made you think? Have you are you a foodie? May I? Is that a term? I'm like a foodie without the knowledge. Right. So I don't know what a lot of stuff is, but I I enjoy good food. I'm a good. I'm a decent cook, Mm -hmm. which is, uh, and I have some cook friends. And you like to cook. I love to cook. I cook all the time. That is, I think. I made sushi last night. I think. Did you really? Yeah. I think. I think enjoying the act of cooking is like a gift because I don't really like. Pure torture. And exactly. I, and I it's love labor. Loves it. It's labor. She loves does? to cook. Yes. Yeah, and, I, and it makes me feel guilty because that, I hate it Remember that so book, much. The Joy of Cooking? I do remember that book, it's yes. true. But if don't feel like guilty it. if she loves it, though. Based on a true story. The worst is when you're with somebody who, like, will cook for you but also act like you owe them the j- biggest favor oh, in the world. Oh, she never acts like that. Yeah, yeah. so you're, you're good. You're yeah. good to go. You she apologizes if she doesn't cook something. 
And I'm like, you can't apologize for that. Yeah. Even though I always even though I have come to expect it when it doesn't happen, I'm like, we'll just order something. But I do. There is a moment of panic where it's like, how are we how are we supposed to eat? I agree. I can't do anything. I totally know what she's saying. Yeah. And do you have kids? No, my God, no. Oh, all right. <laughs> my God, no. <laughs> Why do I thought you had a little girl? Anyway. Uh, oh, wouldn't that be nice? Yeah. If I had a little girl. You could go cake bars. I would worry about her all the time. Yeah. I don't have girls. Just two boys. Right. You don't worry about that. <laughs> no, they can do whatever the fuck they want. I can call them whatever I want. <laughs> they better have a little girl later. Uh, iTunes comment of the week. Even though this show, even even this show, this show isn't weekly yet, and I just picked one. Oh, okay. There's only the two of us. I I would hate to think that there was something that was determining the iTunes comment of the week. I'm just trying to encourage iTunes comments. And Hujo H U J O seventy two wrote, "I wish every episode could be Pete Holmes hitting on a new chef." (laughs) So, fuck you, Hujo seventy two. That's not going to happen. Yeah, I mean. He was all over her. I'm terrible at answering the uh, viewer comments. Fuck you. Asshole. Don't even listen, Yeah, dummy. that's a mean thing to say to Hujo. Stupido. <laughs> what? <laughs> You're saying it goes down easier if it's got an accent? Let me try. Hey, Hujo, go fuck yourself. <laughs> nope. You know what? I think the problem is Hujo. <laughs> Idiot. Marcador. <laughs> I saw your tweet on Thanksgiving Day about the oh, Godfather, <laughs> Godfather being on yeah. uh, AMC, and I turned it on and I left it on all day. Yeah, oh, like I all day, all night. I watched. Too. I saw parts of part one, and they don't show part three. No, they just they, like well, they, one they and two. We know the yeah. three is not is worth. Is this a tradition? Do they show it on Thanksgiving? I don't know. I don't know. I hope. I it started is, watching I it. it. We got. We, we went through. We got to the part we had to go do stuff, but I. Uh, with uh, James Kahn going after the photographer at the wedding. And, I mean, I just love it. I don't know what to say. It's, Where he smashes the camera and throws the It's just one gem after another, obviously. Yeah. It's, you know, I'm not new on this one. But it, it's, it, it is weird how... he throws that thing. I, yeah. I just love it. He walks away and it's just... Ugh, Every moment is iconic in that movie now where it's just like... It's almost like you're watching it and saying, that's from The Godfather. <laughs> it's just the best. I man. love that part two. Scene. I love that part two has the hubris of saying, well, here he is when he was younger and it's in Italy. Yeah. So it's going to be shit tons of subtitles. Yeah. And it's st- it was still a huge hit. Yeah. Like it was still like, well, it's Godfather 2. And, uh, you know, it's about when he was younger. Did and, you ever see uh, it in the chronological form? The yeah. saga? I think so. The, yeah. yeah, the what do they call it? The mafia the saga. something or other? Just the Godfather saga. Godfather the saga. Mm-hmm. Kind of like Twilight mm-hmm. the saga. I don't, yeah, I like That's it better funny. separate. Uh, but I love when Robert Evans, when that book came out of his, and he was talking about uh, how he basically saved the Godfather. Yeah. I mean, you guys. It's you're probably both him. Guys. Oh, the guy that was on Coke all the time? It was yeah. probably yeah, him. Yeah, he probably really had a firm hand on the steering wheel of that ship. I'm sure everybody was like, hey, Cokehead, what do we do? <laughs> I mean, he just claims that he took the movie by himself, right? Yeah. And edited it. Yeah. yeah no, Mo- the most no assemblage of the most talented people <laughs> in cinema history. Or maybe that's that's where he, that was his expertise, is in knowing that, like, letting scenes play out and not really having a lot of editing <laughs> was probably the smart, <laughs> the smart play on that one. But that was a great book that, uh, that Robert Evans Good read. Good, it was a good, good listen. Read. Right? The audio book. He does it himself. He does it himself? Mm. I'm skeptical. 
Oh my God, you would love it. You never heard it or read it? What do you think he's doing, Katie? Do you think he's like uh, microwaving stuff? See? Uh, you don't have to go see. I'm just, I'm just wondering how much time we have before, uh, uh, an hour. before no, before Jonathan comes back. Oh, I don't know. What if he brought up pop tarts? Oh, I would, I would eat them happily because I'd love. Pop-tarts. You know, he can't feed them. Well, but what if he brought up pop tarts and he tried to pretend <laughs> that they were not pop tarts? That would be like the last oh. sketch on SNL. <laughs> <laughs> We're We've watch. got this idea. The it's a cooking. Watch. It's a cooking show, and the guy tries to pass off pop tarts as something he just cooked. <laughs> and of course, I'll love it because I love everything. <laughs> That's, That's crazy, the first time I ever accent. said I didn't like something on the show. When the squab, you didn't like it? No, I told him I love the seasoning. I love everything about it, but for some reason, I can't the 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 rareness of it. For some reason, I don't know what it is. The squab or quail, I can't do it. And it's like literally. I mean, I really don't only – it's like four things in my life that I that – I, you know, and I try yeah. it every time because everyone pretty, loves it. It was good. Pretty much? Yeah. Yeah. It's a blessing too. <laughs> it is though. It is though. I mean it's like I have – as I was saying before, I've made myself like more food than I – oh, no. I think I was saying this to Katie. But I used to be just meat and potatoes and then after I quit smoking, I was like maybe I will – continue in this vein and I made myself develop a taste for vegetables and now there's stuff that now there's stuff that I genuinely like and there's some things I still don't like but I will eat them you know just because it's better to vegetable eat vegetable wise mostly yes like um, green beans yeah I'm still not I, down with I hate them but I'll eat them I've, if they're an option I'll eat them but, but I've really beans, I've regular beans not a, I, I actually am turning around on beans. It used to be I did not like any kind of bean, me not even neither, a jelly bean. You now? Oh, I like jelly beans. But now, like I love chili <laughs> now. You know? Uh, what if he just brings up a wow. huge plate of beans and I didn't know? I don't know about <laughs> this. beans. Um, this is my second favorite dish on our menu. Uh, is a short rib cavatelli. Cavatelli is a pasta. Oh, come um, on! I'm in. Oh, this is gonna be good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm already glad I ate it in the future. <laughs> so, uh, cavatelli is a handmade pasta. It really refers to the shape. Um, we we do a ricotta cavatelli where we mix ricotta cheese with flour and uh, egg and milk and roll the pasta from that. <clears throat> um, shrubs are braised in red wine, shredded. Uh, we saute mushrooms. There's mushrooms and some other fun little things sort of mixed in there. And parmesan and a poached egg. I've I've okay. hardly, I don't amazing. think I've ever had something that has an egg on top of it like that that I didn't enjoy. Here's what, here's what like putting an egg of, on top of, of something is genius. It's, it's kind of so cheating. Good. Yeah, but it's not as, it's <laughs> not as it's way? not as cheating as bacon though. I agree. It all started okay. on toast. Think about it. Uh, Let's try not to think about it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like when Gordon Ramsay on that show, the the other one, Master Chef, when mm-hmm. they have to open it up to see. Now, when we open it up. It should be like this. They describe it first, and they open it. You're dying. You're like, please let it be what he just said. <laughs> and then it always is. You know. Or no, it's not sometimes on MasterChef. Well, on MasterChef, yeah. I, I worked on a couple episodes of that too, actually. Um, uh, only two, but um, they sort of brought me in to train the contestants a couple of times. So they had a big seafood challenge. You're friends with Becky Reams, I think, right? Is that? No, she's been on Spice. She's great. I love her. Um, she Holmes came in second. Yeah. Is that the one that Pete Holmes was hitting on? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't care for um, that. Is there when they cut into the egg? <laughs> is there a music sting that accompanies it? Well, probably <laughs> no, after the tension of like. I bet there is. Ba-da, this is what's supposed to happen. It's probably a commercial break. 
He's like yeah, he reaching for the egg yeah. with his knife and fork in the cut. I mean, um, it's just you're just dying. You're like, please, for the fuck up, just let it be runny. I but mean, like, God, it's yeah. supposed to be runny, right? Yes. But it's supposed to have a teeny tiny bit of uh, firmness on the edge, right? Just a, isn't it supposed to have eh. just like? Look, if it's runny, great. It's not motor oil. If it's not, if it's not runny, you fucked it up. That's kind then of you're the, done. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let's get it. Let's get into let's it. Get into it before yeah, it yeah. and get running. Let's tear that well, shit up. Do it, Karen. Who wants to? All right, yeah, here. You've Karen, been talking you about. You it. Would you carve the egg? egg? Yeah, I will carve the egg. <laughs> here, let's get a photo of the carving. She got it. No, the carving. Oh, oh sorry. Oh. Ducks good water bottles with the top on. That's smart. Yep. We had to soak up a mess for you. smart. Uh, where's your knife? I need that. Okay. I have one. Okay. All right. Here we go. Just get some, <laughs> get some fluid on my Now plate. it's supposed to be. Open it up. Oh, it's perfect. Oh. No. Like a Ma- harp. Now, should I do it in dope. fours? Yeah, I mean, why not? You kind of, you know, I mean, you should uh, sort of mix so it around. So we kind of mix it around. Yeah. Yeah. I want some of that. Carbonara. Give me carbonara. some of that egg. Sort of. Yeah, it is sort of a carbonara. <laughs> Yo, let me get some of that egg off you. Except there's no bacon. <laughs> there's no bacon. Egg, but they're baby. short ribs, so. Yes. Come on, give me some egg. <laughs> Here, serve yourself up. I need it. Here, slap some on there. <laughs> that. Oh, my God. I got most oh, of it. Is that what you were hoping to hear tonight? Yeah. People discuss slap that. Like, slap some on Let's there. That's actually, I have no I problem. I think I got more than, <laughs> more than a third this of it. fine. But. I'll take some of that pile. Look at that. Now, Katie, this has lactose in it, so. Don't tolerate it. Don't tolerate it. <laughs> Do not. <laughs> I got the. Do not put up with it. There's a whole lot of lactose in that, actually. Yeah, it's all over the place. I'm so excited. (laughs) It is all over the place. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's in the noodles. It's in the the cheese. Actually, a lot of lactose intolerant people can eat Parmesan. I would eat this all the time. I go to your restaurant just for this all the time. I have a friend who's allergic, like comfort food, like really violently allergic to to dairy, but he can eat blue cheese for whatever bizarre reason. Anything else, he's like done, but blue cheese, he can do. Doug? It's it's really good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It reminds me of like, and again, please don't be insulted. If hamburger help helper were, were delicious, <laughs> as long as it's still delicious, right? Because you know that's what my mom used to do: is throw the hamburger helper in with some hamburger and some pasta, and it was all right, you know. But this yeah. is like so. Flavorful. I lived on that shit in college. Man. Yeah, it, it's yeah. fine, but this is so. Tasty. Now you make this in the crock pot. <laughs> uh, no, no, not at all. But um, I've you know I've never owned a crock pot. It's kind of fun. That's kind it's of a thing I would right? say you to people. Sort of now. like throw stuff in there and yeah, you, sort of forget you walk about it. Walk away, set it and forget it. Set it and forget it. it. Right. And right. you can't really get the. You're not going to get these kind of things with flavors, but you're going to get some decent stuff. But next time you make hamburger helper, uh-huh. I've never made hamburger. Fry helper. up an egg. Oh yeah, <laughs> and throw it yes. On top. Yeah. yeah, see, it's like cheating. It's so good. <laughs> yeah, it's such a good addition. And, and well, I, and I won you never, guys. You'd never think of that. <laughs> I wolf that down so fast. Yeah, oh, this is like you can't stop delicious. eating this. This is, this is now. Is that about the size? I'm I'm worried about when I go in. Will there be enough? That, that was uh, that was maybe a little bit bigger than a normal portion. Mm. Well, I might. You mean the whole thing? The whole thing, right? The whole thing. Yeah, that's a lot. The whole oh, thing. Blake, just having that. To yeah, if you guys split it, it'd be great. It's not like you go to this. I mean, uh, it's, it's a lot of heavy, really. When you get mm. the pasta and everything. Yeah, you go to these places like Maggiano's. <laughs> they bring yeah. you out like a trash can yeah. lid with food on it, 
It's like, I can't eat all of that. It's a, well, it's a, it's a, it's, it's, you're supposed to share it with the whole table. No, we all got our own table. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I have actually, um, we serve this like giant steak um, that I, I sell it as a steak for two. I mean, it's a, is it called a bistecca? It's a, no. <laughs> it's a baseball steak? Um, it's ribeye cap, and it's sort of like, if you've ever seen like a whole ribeye, like prime rib, or if you look at a ribeye, you know, there's sort of that outer edge of the ribeye and mm-hmm. then the middle part. Mm-hmm. It's just that outer edge. So you take the whole thing off in one piece, and they're about that big. They're, wow. Um, they, they untrimmed, they come in. Oh, for, I'm sorry. For the listener, he was doing this. Yes. <laughs> uh, untrimmed, they come in around four pounds. After you trim them out, it's about three pounds of meat. So we split them in wow. half. Yeah. Get, you know, about a pound and a half. Uh, or so, but it's just, it's all meat. There's no, there's no, there's nothing on it. You don't eat. Um, and, uh, yeah, but occasionally, man, we get people in that'll buy the whole thing and just, and then it's free, it. right? They eat the whole thing. No, this is not Amarillo. <laughs> um, I'm from Texas. But my, my food is not. So, uh, we're not, we don't do the uh, 72 ounce, eat it in 30 minutes and it's free stuff, which is sort of gross really. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's horribly disgusting. <laughs> So disgusting. I think chefs uh, might get this question a lot, but like when you're at home, do you cook all the time or are you always too busy no, and you have to hardly leave? hardly at all. Uh, I mean, I don't spend a lot of time at home, really. Uh, I work a lot, so I, I buy food and it just dies in my refrigerator. Do you cook yourself yeah. good little treats when you're in the restaurant? Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Like a little but something but it's for like, you? Yeah, but it's like silly stuff. It's like I made a really great breakfast sandwich this morning when I got in. Oh. You know, That's what Mario Batali does. Breakfast sandwiches are my favorite so thing good. in the world. They are so yeah. great. Oh, I love I, – oh, I could just think about them for hours now. It's the only way I can tolerate being in an airport at yes, exactly. in the morning is yeah. if they have some stupid microwave yes. breakfast sandwich that, as shitty as it is, is still yeah. a it's hot still, breakfast yeah. sandwich. Yeah. It's not too bad. Can you imagine, what do you put on yours? Um well, I have this tomato jam that we make for Same our burgers. Way. I mean, that's the thing. You it's like I have extra jam stuff at the laying around. So, yeah. Uh, bacon, tomato jam, <laughs> scrambled eggs, cheese. Yeah. You know, what croissant. More do you need? I mean, you know, it's, it's easy when it's all laying there in front of you, you know. It's all just hanging out. Yeah. Waiting oh, to be, when so you don't good. have to kill it. So that's the kind of Dumb stuff ingredients. I yeah. They didn't know what was going to happen to them. <laughs> Chef, that was our last croissant. The ingredients are so <laughs> unsuspecting. Some more going. I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's the kind of stuff I make at work. That sounds good. And then I go, oh, wait, I should put that on the menu. <laughs> what was the movie with uh, Stanley Tucci and that was Diner? First, no, big, night. Big, night. big Night. Big Night. Oh. When at the end they, they make, ago, when they're just silent, yeah, they don't talk. Yeah, just a scene of them making breakfast together. They make a little omelet. So good. Very good movie. For yeah. God, I saw that like eight or nine years ago. Yeah, it's been a while. What about Babette's Feast? <laughs> I haven't seen that. I know. That was, I never saw that one either. That's a good one, right? That is, yeah. That is uh, probably the biggest foodie movie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Really? This woman cooks for these nuns and they're like, you know, they're very austere and they don't want this elaborate thing. And then she makes this insanely elaborate meal that, of course, everyone loves. But like, it's like it's shot really well. Yeah. Like the craziest that. foods that are, you know, so lovingly photographed and everything. It's worth seeing. Cool. Oh, eh, yeah. You might hate it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I really watch Sydney's on TV, but you, know, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> you read books? Yes. All right. Please, Karen, you must see it. What's that gross well, food will. movie? Um, it's got like. American Graffiti? No. No, the show. The, the something to cook, the lover. The cook, the, the thief, his wife, and her lover. Right. <laughs> oh, that's gross. That movie's gross. I've never been able to see it. Oh, I think so I saw gross. it in high school. 
Yeah, it's just there's a lot of food around, Chocolate. but then there's also like murder and sex. I mean, those Wait, things this, really go hand in hand. This right? island girl has something to say. Chocolat? <laughs> no, no, no. We're fine. We're fine. Thank you. Here's, here's a couple of pennies. Yeah, this is how they get and you. And give me some of that gum. <laughs> <laughs> Chocolat was the one with gum. Juliette Binoche mm-hmm. and Jean Le Depp. Oh, yeah. Um, That's right. God, that was uh, another long time ago. Do- Doc Ock. Dr. Octopus. Um, well... Not all that food. That, that's it, right? No. No! Oh, what? In your more? face, Doug. There's more. Oh, you idiot. You're as dumb as an ingredient. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, there's one more, and then there's cheese. Oh. What? I forgot about the cheese course. Damn it. Oh, this has been... Guys. I'm so happy, first of all, to be here. <laughs> I've been working a lot. I won't go into details, but a lot of things that I... You know, I don't even know... What, Oh, I, I forgot my wallet to come in here, so I don't have. I had to park, and she, she told me to park like, and where I'll probably get killed going to get my car. And at least you won't get robbed. I feel like this we is can walk I you to your the, car. The phone's turned off. I cannot allow to. I can't look at my computer. Nobody, and I'm just sitting here having food and enjoying myself. Right. Oh, this is like your idea of uh, unwinding and relaxing. It actually while people is, are listening. It's doing the there's, trick. There's, I don't uh, want it to end. There's entertainment is on the line here. It's the simple podcasting pleasures, I think, that we have to remember. You know, when you can podcast with some good friends and some delicious food, it's my favorite way to relax. Please, please turn off my microphone. <laughs> okay, Jonathan, whatever it is, uh, bring it up. Let's do it. Yeah. Thank you so much. He's really, he's definitely in the top 11. Of all the people, of all the chefs, that's true. Well, how many we've, we've had? Nine, probably. So he's in nine. the top. He's in the oh, top because nine. of Becky. Becky and Andy Winback oh, yeah, have both right. been on more than once. I hope he doesn't bring something with a head on it. Yeah, I hope he. I hope he does. I hope he throws the that like if it's goat's head soup. I hope that the he doesn't say it's goat's head soup. It's. I hope it's just soup, and the goat's heads are. We're just there until. So far from what he's fed us, it seems like it'll be normal. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's totally gonna be normal. I'll be speaking of things that are normal. I'll be doing uh, stand up at the Irvine Improv December twenty second and twenty seventh. Every year I do one post Christmas show there. This year we've bumped it up to two. Don't embarrass me, Orange County. I'm sorry. Can you repeat those dates? <laughs> December twenty sixth and twenty seventh. Yeah. Karen for a while taught stand up comedy. I think I knew that, actually. How in the world would you have known that? I think I took your class. Oh. <laughs> and I never got a chance to thank you. It was in Sacramento at Laughs Unlimited. That's right. Well, I never got a chance to You're the one that told him everything's in threes. That's right. <laughs> that was my He's only used thing it to I this say day. to people. Just keep doing it. Threes. Wait, do we get to do plugs, too? Of course. Yeah, yeah. I, always, I, I ask at the end, but you could throw one in now if you want. Oh, so you do yours now. I throw him in when the chef isn't in the room because he doesn't care about my plugs. He does it for chit chat. Yeah, and we and we <laughs> chat <fun>. about stuff. <laughs> I can't. Here's another chatting point I wrote down. I cannot wait for the Les Miserables movie. Yes. I, me, I'm really excited to see that movie. So I don't excited. even know why I am, but I am. They show the previews for it on uh, Lifetime for some reason constantly. Yeah, because it's a kind of a movie for the ladies about about war and death. Did and you watch Liz and sadness? Death? Yeah. 
It was not. That was another thing where, like, we watch it at a viewing party thing where you're putting pause and everyone's talking and tweeting. And yeah. I mean, it wasn't fun. It went too far. It was. I, uh, it was just so bad. It was bad. It was really. It yeah. wasn't funny. No to, fun. Bad. Yeah, there was no fun to make fun of. I will say this though: the guy that was playing Richard Burton really went for it. I give I him all the credit in the world. He, I thought, was He's decent. good. Yeah. Or- no, he he was fucking acting his heart out, you know, because you have next to, to somebody who was like, just standing they're there. They're playing, they're playing acting legends, yeah. And I, she just shows up with her facial surgery that Elizabeth Taylor try. didn't even have access. She to didn't at even that try. Time. And that, like, there's scenes where they're talking about how much weight she's gained, and there's not even any padding. She's still wearing like super tight clothes. <laughs> like, you're not even gonna fucking yeah. That, you're that vain. Like, you can't wear like she was a, like the as I understand it because I have not seen it because. I avoid any movie that has uh, ampersand in the title, but oh, forgot about your rule. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. But uh, it just seems like in who's afraid who's afraid of Virginia Woolf? That is a that is a woman with so much mileage on her, yeah, and so much weight on her. Yeah. Not not fat, but like no. fatter than the glamorous woman. She's that, an she, adult. How she became famous? Yes, she put on a little weight. Yeah, not necessarily for the role, but. They had her dressed in that like she was Olivia Newton-John in Greece. It was the craziest thing. Like, what the fuck is going? Why am I watching this? Yeah, why is this felt woman? How did it, does, to, how did it do? Uh, oh, it, I don't know what the ratings were. Oh, yeah. I, mean, I, know, I know people, people watch it for the oh, train work value, but sure, yeah. sure. There's a lot of tweeting going on, I guess. But, but it wasn't uh, even worth it. It was hard to come up with shit for that. Oh, you couldn't even think of jokes. I mean, while it was like there was a couple, but they were all like this. You know, we found one good one. Somebody found one good one where she was in the uh, she was in the in the store and it said shoplifting is a crime on the um, on the uh, cashier. Sure. And you couldn't see it. It was really fast, but somebody saw it and we just went back real good and took a picture and Kathy did it and she tweeted it out and it got one of the, you know noticed. Because Doug in real life, Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> Was arrested. There's even discussion in the movie about Elizabeth Taylor stealing something, isn't there? No. There isn't? I don't believe so. I heard there was. I heard there were some weird connections, but that, yeah, it's, the whole thing's crazy. Well, the whole advertising campaign was all about, hey, here's here's a bunch of adjectives that could describe Elizabeth Taylor and Lindsay Lohan. So watch (laughs) it, because this person's fucked up. Yeah, but she yeah. could have tried to act because I mean, I've seen, she's acted before. I don't yeah. know. She just could have given a shit. It was like, I, I mean, why didn't they get a famous male junkie to play Richard Burton? The guy wasn't bad. He was out. funny. I mean, it was I like he looked. All the like reviews him. raved about that guy. It almost yeah. made me want to see it. Almost. You, your pudgy yeah. fingers. I avoided it. I've got too much. <laughs> Look, at, we can't bring napkins. I know. Do you watch the, I'm I like the paper that towels. The audience can hear that. Sound. Can hear can hear the ripping of paper towels yes. every once in a while. Oh, man, yeah, we're do this, uh, we're eating these amazing the foods with uh, paper plates and plastic knives and paper towels Paul, and tiny, tiny bottles of water. Sometimes people bring. Uh, well, this has happened. Uh, they brought play settings for us. Wow. wow. Some nice. people step it up. This this do, Jonathan's a fucking <laughs> just kidding. And they do, and they do uh, tastings like we've had wine tastings, we've had uh, different sorts of drinks being made. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes we have some yeah, speaking of drinks. What lovely. happened to There we go. Finally, Katie. Uh, finally Katie pulls out the vodka. How long, how long do I have to be to here that? before she just for the for the audience? It's uh, oh, one of those Costco-sized bottles turkey. of Smirnoff. <laughs> What's this? Then, oh, but a very wild fancy turkey. wild turkey. 
Um, it's a, not the regular wild turkey. What is this? It's uh, 181. 81 proof. Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey. Uh, no, I'm fine for now. Is there no. is there ice and yeah, cups and some sort of mixer? Doug, she's on I it. Oh, you did? Oh, thank you. Um, I'm going to be uh, doing lots of shows on the road, so go check out oh, my tour Part two to the plugs? Go check. Yeah, it goes constantly. <laughs> I just drop them in wherever there's wherever there's a lull. Yeah, uh, DouglasMovies.com for all my tour dates. But what's your what's your plugs? Let's go ahead and do them now. Uh, December fifteenth and sixteenth, I will be doing back to back benefit shows at Largo at the Coronet. Um, Saturday the fifteenth will be. Uh, an encore uh, performance of a, a show that we did last year that was uh, a lot of fun to do. It was like a, a Christmas play. Um, uh, it's me, Adam Scott, Busy Phillips, um, Matt Gorley from Super Ego, uh, music by Amy Mann. It's going to be a lot of fun. And then the following night is a show called Paul F. Tompkins and Friends Real and Fake, where I will be hosting an evening of stand-up. And in between the stand-ups, I will be doing some characters. That's such as Cake Boss might come by. Cake I Boss will see. come Get by. Get tickets for Rodrigo we'll and Spencer. What day is that, the 16th? That is the Sunday the 16th, the rare yeah. Sunday show. We have very special guests that uh, whose names I will not Surprises reveal. Surprises. Unless ticket sales are poor. But both shows will be completely different. Both shows completely so different. So come to both. And they will sell out. So get tickets now. Do it. Goes to a good cause. Saturday benefits Habitat for Humanity. Sunday benefits the Los Angeles Regional Food Bank. Ooh, which one do I like more? Exactly. Uh, Food or shelter? Well, Blake and I are having an anniversary coming, but I will be out of town. So maybe that'd be a fun thing to do. There you go. Right? There you go. He'd love it. Have some oh, fun. You're and, not going to uh, be here then? Support I won't be here cause. on our anniversary, the 7th, December. Anyway. And what number anniversary? Six. <laughs> Seventeen. Six or seventeen. It's in the teens. Ninety six. What does that give me? <laughs> Ninety six to two thousand six and ten years. And as the listeners team. already know, I, I lost math steam. I introduced her to her husband. I didn't. I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah. But I am listening. I'm a very successful matchmaker. <laughs> You're a regular Patty Stanger. I brought them together, Is and I brought 16? Garfunkel and Oates together, and then I got out of the business. <laughs> You still don't know? 16? I can't do the math right now. I can't saw figure it, oh, it out. Well, you know, I, don't like, I don't like when comedians do the math. No. That's, that's why we're comedians. So it's, we don't have to. You can tell others to do the math. Yeah. That's more of a second person task. <laughs> he really is. You do the math. 16. 16 years. Cheers. Congratulations. Thank you. Marriage is it's work. How long have you been married? Two and a half years. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking <laughs> lightweight. Two and a half. Wait till you see what happens. Oh boy. Yeah, it's like every, know, other, every other year is a freak out, right? Well, once you get over, oh you know, yeah, sure. There's always going to be something, you know. But in my opinion, that's just how it's going to be until I'm dead. So I don't know what other, I'm not doing anything else. Like, yes. you know, you do. You hear about people. Oh, Thank you, know. you, Giant Vodka. That's enough, Giant Vodka. Maybe I'll have a little bit of that. Right. Have a little bit of that. What about you? Why two? No, I'm okay. What's on your uh, agenda for the rest of the evening? You got to run off and do a show somewhere? I will – no. I will go back home and uh, my wife and I are going to – she's already opened a bottle of wine. I told her to save some for me. You're going to be full. We are – exactly. This will be my – so I'm waiting until I get home. And then we're going to watch the premiere 
of the new season of The Hour on BBC America. Oh, you, you saw the whole first season? Yes, we did. It's the dude from The Wire. Yes. What's his name? Uh, Dominic West. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, I've heard only Sergeant? good things about it, but I haven't, haven't seen it. He played Jimmy he, McNulty. Yeah. He's the yes. English guy that plays an American That's guy. That's exactly now. right. Now he's, he's playing an English so guy. Good. He was Home in John Carter of Mars also, sadly oh, enough. Oh, he was. Yeah. yeah. But um, <laughs> I ended up seeing that movie. No. Yeah. I saw it by myself at the Vista movie theater. Well, that's such a great movie theater that, yeah. like, you kind of sometimes are just like, well, I want to see a movie and I want to go to the Vista. I want to see a movie and I want to catch up on my email. <laughs> oh, there's nobody around you? There was maybe two other people Because the if theater. you're going to see a crappy movie, that's the way to see it, where you can yeah. look at your you know, your personal device the whole time and not bother I anybody. sat behind the other people that were in the theater. Yeah. Like, right behind. That would still bother me. <laughs> so let me just get this straight. So just you guys like to go to the movie and look at and look at a, your email? No, or, no, no. This was just I. I no, was, but if you had the chance, you like it. I, no, I, I want I want to tweet remarks about oh, it okay. and and text my friends and I, about it. Like, not, not you don't want to just like review what you've got. Going no, but it's on become. It's I don't do that the, as a rule. Yeah, but this it's, was a special occasion. <laughs> but it's gotten. Yeah, I don't do it because there's usually people sitting all around me. But yeah. if I if I'm all by myself, I'm going to look at my phone because. You know, I, most motion pictures, I get what's happening, like, from moment to moment, and I can, you know, I can, you know, check a message or something. Like, like they're all, oftentimes, they're all, they're all too slow, as you'll discover tomorrow night when we watch Prometheus. It's supposed it's to be a, a long It's movie, supposed to be right? a horror movie, and it's boring as shit in parts. <laughs> and if I could just check a message and kind of keep an eye on what's going on, it's like when you're watching at home, you know? Like, mm-hmm. a lot of movies are great it's at home. It's a two-screen experience. Because you have a multi-screen oh, experience. I like to be swept away. I do, too. I do I, like to sit close enough that, like, I can't see the walls, and I can't, yes. like, it's, I like to be enveloped in it, for yes. sure. I shamed somebody at the Vista the other night. Uh, we went saw uh, Silver Linings Playbook. I hear very good. Yes, it's it's definitely it's an enjoyable movie. It's an enjoyable movie. There's there's some stuff that I I, I have a hard time watching scenes of people being mentally ill. Too much like yelling at each other. Yeah, there's too many scenes where somebody just needs to go. It's really uncomfortable. Oh, sit down and like shut that. up. Yeah, <laughs> sit down and shut up, you crazy person. Yeah, and but De Niro's the craziest. Yes. He's supposed to be – nobody ever threatens to throw him into a mental hospital. No, but he's got but some he's problems. he's got some problems. He's got some problems. So there was a, this couple next to us, these two people, and somebody – you know, you could like hear the buzz of their vibrate, you know. Oh, yeah. And they pull out the phone and look at it and I'm like – and it – you know, that light distracts you. And yeah. I, I just – all I did was like turn my head and then the person with that person like told, told them to put the phone away. Yeah, yeah. Like they were mortified. Here. And it was a it was a wonderful experience. Yeah, you probably saw that light and thought it was time to wrap up your set. I did, and I stood up because <laughs> that's what they do now. Carry my closer. I've seen. I've actually they, been on stage recently. Oh, how to go? That. Where? Well, I told you I've gone to Flappers quite a bit. Yeah, she <laughs> lives near Flappers. Doug, we've been over. So she goes I've there to Flappers on occasion. I've been to the Improv. I like and flappers. I've been to some other um, bookstory. All right, well, you got to get you got to get your stage legs back because we're taking this thing uh, we're taking this I thing know. live someday. Yeah, he's already got a prospect. We can't talk about it yet. It's not a prospect. It's happening. Oh, really? Yeah, but we can't talk about it yet. Oh. Do you have a Do you have a date? Do you know when it's going to happen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm very excited. We can't talk about any of it. It's it's you know it's six months. Six but months I think away. it should be kind of a regular thing. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, why not? Yeah, we go out. If we can find a, a venue where there's uh, enough, you know, nearby restaurants that want to contribute, because my idea is when you do it in front of an audience, everyone in the audience has to have the food too. Absolutely. 
Wow. Yes, yeah, we can't just sit in front of an audience and go, oh, this is delicious. Thanks for coming to our podcast. That'd be weird. It's got to be tough, though, <laughs> if people are sitting in seats. Well, you know, a smaller yeah, place. Yeah, it'll have to be a place with tables, Smallish right? with no. tables. Yeah. And yeah, like, like a, most comedy clubs have tables. Yeah, like and, flappers uh, Yeah, flappers. We could do it at flappers. you going on and on about flappers. Have you ever been to flappers? It's no, and I'm jealous. <laughs> They've got <laughs> the best flappertizers there. <laughs> oh. That's not have what they call there, them. Paul? They don't call them that. I've never been to flappers. I no. think you'd like it. It's, it's, a, it's, it's like an old-fashioned But I do have to book. tell them about flappertizers because I don't even think they thought of that. No, does you have to tell them. Flappertizers. Oh, you have to tell them about flappertizers. Yeah. I have to tell them. That great idea. Run, tell that. <laughs> I like how there's a actual there's a Christmas store tree, uh, not a Christmas store, a Christmas tree here in the comic book store. You, it's you, nice to see. You think nerds would just blow that off? Oh, come on! Everybody loves Christmas. Yeah, maybe there's a bunch of copies of the Last Christmas by Brian Posehn and Jerry Duggan. Uh, maybe that's the display. Very nice. I do like the festivities. Oh, speaking of that, Ooh. we may be having a Christmas show, but we're we don't have do, it yet. We're going to try to do a uh, – essentially, I, I challenged a chef, our friend Andy Widdeck, to create a meal that's leftovers from Christmas dinner that you could have for breakfast. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like throw some turkey on a waffle and some maple some syrup and call it a day, that kind of thing. Guys, here comes the food. We should oh, offer our guests here it a comes. beverage, too. Oh, yeah. If, you, oh, if you'd like a drink, if you'd oh, like some whiskey or like some that? vodka. Yeah, I would actually love some whiskey. There you go. Look at He's going to have some whiskey. Holy smokes. You did that in a microwave? Guest of uh, honor. Yeah, that's all I ever use. Um, Jeez. <laughs> uh, lamb shank and lentils. Um, <clears throat> do you want ice? Lamb shank and lentils. That's what I call you guys. <laughs> <laughs> that's our duo name. That's we just changed the whole show. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back with more of lamb shank and lentils. We'll never be able. This is actually my favorite dish uh, that we're doing right now. Wow! Um, it looks it's, amazing. It's a lot of fun. God damn! It's a good one. Wait a minute! It's a lot of fun. It is to eat. I don't eat it very often. It's a lot of fun to make. Oh, there we go. All right. Everything you've served so far tonight has been fun to eat. Yes. Uh, so the fact that it was fun to make is very encouraging. <laughs> Karen's getting a picture of it. Of course. We always post a few there on uh, Nerdist.com. Mm-hmm. Wow. And uh, how wow. do we how do we divide this up? Like uh, it looks like a uh, draw straws. <laughs> um, it should be tender who, enough. Who to gets just sort to eat it? Shred. Okay. Um, well, Are you, you saying it's going to f off the bee? Fall off the bar. Oh, yeah. That sounded, it's already, that sounded like yeah, you meant, really you meant two other words. Here. Let's see here. It's already, it's already partly on its way there. Oh, well, man. <laughs> that, that really fucks off the bitch. <laughs> here, while well, I cut into it, you <laughs> say what you did to it. <laughs> uh, so they're braised in red wine with uh, bell peppers. and uh, I'm going to cut we some use, off the uh, use, um, a Moroccan spice blend called Rosalino. What is it called? Rosalino. Oh. Which is easier to say than spell. Um, it's uh, it was originally invented by Roseanne and Jay Leno. Yes. <laughs> and it smells so good. Rosalino. Uh, the lentils we the lentils oh, we cook yours? actually with uh, red wine first, and then um, chicken stock and um, some olives and piquillo peppers, which are a Spanish like roasted pepper, um, and a little parsley on top, and then actually. Uh, I kind of I, – I throw a whole lot of butter in there uh, in the lentils. There's uh, – I take butter, uh, garlic.
garlic juice, ginger juice, and uh, spices. Is, doing, is cutting this meat in the most inefficient doing way it the worst possible. way possible. He's trying to cut it in the air, <laughs> holding it, holding the blade with one hand and sawing with a plastic knife. You can just have it off the bone. Paul. I did it though. I did it. Just keep that plate for yourself. You enjoy. You're still caveman style. Yeah. You know what? Right there. Oh, that's gonna be good. Oh, Welcome oh to medieval God. times. Wait a minute. Oh, that looks so good. <laughs> That looks so good the way you're doing it. <laughs> All right, one more without the flash. I hate that flash. The listeners yeah, love it when we stop to photograph. <laughs> 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 That's crazily delicious. Thank you. You're really something. <laughs> I love a lentil, too. Let man. me know when you figure out what. Cause, um, <laughs> oh, man. Um, thanks. Yeah, lentils are one of those things that um, for a long time I hated them because I had them poorly prepared so many times. Mm-hmm. And they can be a little tricky. Um, they're not terrible, but, you know, I think it's one of those things you kind of have to get the hang of it before you're good at it. And then it's then it's fine. Then it's sort of a no-brainer thing. But um, I had so many bad lentils, I just wouldn't cook it. And at one point I was like, you know, I like them. So fuck that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make them. I'm going to use lentils. Is and, food, uh, yes. I, I don't follow that stuff. I believe I it is. Know. You probably, that's like blueberries, right? Where are yeah, supposed exactly. to be? Yeah, uh, I don't know. Um, two. That's it, lentils and blueberries. blueberries. Hmm. Um, um, so, yeah. I st- you so cook I like them like beans, though, right? Basically, yeah. But they're harder? Basically. No, you don't have to soak them. You know, you can just cook them straight. Um, I think what it is is people just tend to either overcook them or undercook them. And they either go to mush or they're like chalky, and that's kind of gross. So... They're really, they're really good. If somebody said to me, you know, here's a bunch of lentils, eat up. I or if it was on the, it was on the menu, I wouldn't pick it. I would. But these are so good. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Well, also, I so in the lentils as well, we we braise lamb cheeks and shred them, and uh, we we mix that in there as well. So there's just kind of a lot. There's a lot going on. There's a lot of little. And you put lots of olives. Yeah, I like olives. Me too. I'll be lamb cheeks. <laughs> right? So it's lamb, lamb cheeks. Cheek shake and lentils. Lentils and lamb shake. You're loving that, aren't you? It's delicious. <laughs> I mean, how long did you cook that for? And I'm eating it like a month. Uh, they take about two hours, two and a half hours. At what degree? Would you like a mug of ale with that? Would I you, wouldn't say uh, no. Would you? If you had a flagon of meat. Now, it doesn't you go back so and forth stuff. Renaissance. Well, you like braise it? Or, I mean, we it? braise them, yeah. So we, we sear them. Um, then we hit it with red wine, throw in some vegetables and, um, then stock and, uh, bring that up to temperature, throw it in a 300 degree oven for about two and then hours. Then you leave and, it alone? Yep. Cover it, throw it in the oven and let it do its thing. We check them in about two hours, but it's usually about 2.15 to 2.30. They're good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, it's my new song. <laughs> Oh, you're such a prolific songwriter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> even even when you're chewing. Right. <laughs> All your best songs come when you're chewing. Mm-hmm. They come to you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I I come up with like songs about villains when I'm chewing. It's a good late motif. <laughs> have you ever heard? I, did, I have one impression. I don't think I've told it to you. Oh, I have not heard your impression. It's Darth Vader. Sure. Uh, laughing. <laughs> oh, 
my God, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> What's the joke? Is it that he has a pretty, pretty normal laugh? Well, she was laughing to the tune of the Star Wars theme. Oh, I see. <laughs> That's what you meant to do. You did the wrong main thing. title theme. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I don't do it. That's why I said with the pen and paper. Then I see that I did it wrong. That's why most of your it. jokes involve words. Yeah. Because when that happens... <laughs> When that happens, it just goes. But that's not a bad one. I could try that at Flappers. No, that, oh, that was try yeah. It, try it at Flappers. Learn, learn the song and then try it. <laughs> yeah, listen to it in the car on the way over. I've had it before. I've done it right. I don't know what happened. I froze. You got me too nervous. Sorry. It turned into a joke like a kid would tell. How does that made her laugh? <laughs> like what? What's the joke? I did it wrong, child. Because but... <laughs> it's funny that he would have a normal laugh. Because I think his laugh would be more like that. Here's the 3PO laugh, uh, crying. Uh, boo hoo. Boo hoo. Boo hoo, boo hoo, boo hoo. Here's the, this is R2D2 laughing. Beep, boop, beep, boop. <laughs> <laughs> he laughs a lot in those movies. Was he laughing sometimes? Yeah, Do you I think, think so. I think, I, mean, he was, I think he was, a lot of times when people would say something to him, in his voice, he was saying, You're a fucking idiot. Yeah. And, <laughs> I, and you should just let me handle this. Because certainly, C3PO. Often very upset at the yeah. things that he said that and, are impenetrable to us. <laughs> and it was always stuff where R two D two is like a man and woman at the mall, where <laughs> she she says, "Should we stop here at this place?" And the man just keeps moving and goes, "Beep boop," <laughs> <laughs> like we're not even going to discuss it. I'm just going to keep rolling forward. The one emotion we could discern from R two D two was shame when he would go. That's what he knew that he felt. He felt Either that or he had just lost a video game. <laughs> Our, this conversation ah. Ah. has nothing to do with the delicious food that we just had, mm-hmm. courtesy of Jonathan Peters. Ah. No, because robots can't eat food. Do you, you never get confused with nice John Peters, the movie producer, movie mogul? Um, not so far. Yeah, because you go I have been you go with Jonathan. There's a DJ from New York. Named Jonathan Peters, oh. and I've I've had people try to get in touch with him that have found me somehow instead. And are you good on the ones and twos? Uh, no, not really. I have a I have a pretty good record. Can he cook? Actually. I don't know. Yeah, Never see, met the guy. I bet I do you have one of his albums. I bet you win on both counts. Right. <laughs> you would pull it out when people would come over to your house. <laughs> like, oh, here's my album. <laughs> uh, do you listen to music in the kitchen? I you know I let my cooks play what they want for the most part. Um, if I'm generous. in there alone, I I play I'll play music. If it's I don't I don't have music during service, but when mm-hmm. we're when we're just prepping setting up, then yeah, right. it kind of helps people get in a groove. You know, mm-hmm. I don't mind it um, as long as it's not too loud. You know, like I'll go nuts if if I can't hear someone talking to me because the music's loud. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'll that's bad. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's how my um, father-in-law is. I get really uh, irritated. He likes it that. too loud. He doesn't like it too loud. He can't hear. He, yeah. he makes him nervous. I just make me nervous. Got, I just like, like a hearing you know, aid I, have, I have things to do, and if I can't hear exactly. people trying to talk to me, then I get. I get it's crazy. like when you're in your car with the music loud, and you have to parallel park. You turn it down. I do. Yeah, I do that. Mm-hmm. Or if you're like looking for a street that's mm-hmm. dark, you turn the yeah, music down. Yeah, yeah. Got to turn the music is. down. You feel so stupid when, you, <laughs> as you're turning it down, you go, "What does this have to what? do with sight? How is this actually helping?" But it is like it's no. true that like uh, you know, if you're not using some of your senses, the others are better. Yeah, it's like Daredevil. <laughs> yeah. Like that blind restaurant where you're supposed to go and all oh, Jesus. Oh, that's that not is, still a thing, is, is it? Worse. It's still open, I think. 
I think oh, so. I don't what know. a horrible, I heard it was terrible. horrible idea. Like, I heard the food was really awful. Such, yeah, well, of course it can be because you're just sitting there in the dark and having it shoved in your mouth. But, or, but then your sense of taste is enhanced. Which is yes. yeah. Oh, and feel. What a terrible. Wow, this terrible food really tastes bad. Tastes like shit. Smells awful. <laughs> I just don't – I don't know it why – sounds delicious. I don't know how that would be appealing to anybody like, oh, we got to go to this place where you eat in the dark. It really is like, like you go, and go somewhere – I guess you – I was going to say it would be like having sex in the dark, but I guess that would appeal to some people because they, they're shy or whatever. But, I think probably but it's a lot still, of people have had sex in the dark. But though, it's still too. like we're visual. We're, we're visual creatures. We're visual like we wanna, sensual we wanna look creatures. At it. We eat our food with our hands. <laughs> I didn't know that Andrew Lloyd Webber was going to stop by, but no, appara- come on. apparently <laughs> – That's a totally different English person that I just did. <laughs> I think that did that restaurant start in London before it came here? The blind place. That sounds blind familiar. Thing? Sounds like something from Germany. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Germany with their blind restaurants on every corner. What do you? Where they do have you blind s- Starbucks in Germany? I'm like, I want to see the. <laughs> where do you stand on uh, ice hotels? I haven't been to one, and if I stood on one, I'd probably fall off. Boom! Slippery. There you go. Uh, hey, slippery I don't hotels. know. I mean, it's yeah. probably fun, right? I think I can't imagine staying in a nice hotel though. Not for a night or two. A door or two. <laughs> I haven't heard about it. There's, I think it's in Sweden or Norway, yeah, where they build like these that. structures out of ice, and then they charge people. Well, look, people lived in igloos like for a long time, time, right? And is there That's furniture true. in there? Yeah. Yes, made of ice. It's IKEA. It's all made of ice. Yes. The whole all of it. You like sleep on an ice bed. Well, like, you have blankets though. Yeah. yeah you yeah. do have blankets, also made of ice. <laughs> They, you've got a nice water on them. You've got to <laughs> go to bed. You've got a when you wake up, this will be ice warm water. Did I pee or? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So um, there's still cheese. There's still cheese. There's still cheese. Should we do that? My cheese. Yeah, I think we're running a, a little long. So uh, right. if is the cheese, does it have to be microwaved or anything? No, that should take uh, <laughs> mere mere seconds. So mere craft seconds. singles. Let's I grab the cheese and and uh, and wrap this up, uh, right. you guys. Thank you so much. Let's G is C oh and W God. this U. We had a craft so cheese uh, singles fight one time where everybody had cheese and flung it at each other like cards. In the wrapper still? Yeah. That sounds fun. Who won? The Everyone. police came, actually. It, oh. It was kind of a crazy night. We had firecrackers going off in the house, and we were a teenager. The fuck? What are you talking about? We got about? a little bit of trouble. Firecrackers <laughs> and individually processed cheese slices? Well, we were just, like, doing everything we shouldn't do at someone's house, you know? Thought, you know how kids are sometimes? Well, yes, exactly. You're full of hormones. Uh, my sister called her friend. She she, she goes, uh, she goes, get out of here, you whore. And my mom heard her from across the street and was like, get over here. Oh, across the street. Very nice language. Calling your friend a whore. <laughs> she just sounds like Kevin Meaning for some reason, but. <laughs> <laughs> How big or small were her pants? <laughs> I just really thought that it was serious that she was really calling her a whore. Like, you know, that's nice language to use about your friend, you know, and all this. Was a, I, I had a, I had a meal well. once with Kevin Meany in an airport, and I had to. I mean, he's hilarious, mm. it, oh, it, so but it's funny. nonstop. So, like, it just became like this weird fake laughter meal. <laughs> just trying to get through it, just laughing at everything. Like, I love this guy, but oh boy. Here we are really laughing. This uh, laughter is genuine. Ha 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 ha. Now you love it. 
I do. I, I'm going to laugh that way when the next Star Wars comes out and anything funny happens. <laughs> I mean anything. It's being written by Dennis Arndt, who what? wrote who wrote one of, he won a, I think he won an Oscar for uh, Little Miss Sunshine. And, really? Yeah, and so, and he wrote something else that's pretty oh, good. Oh, that's right. Yes. Yeah, and um, and uh, so we'll see. And they're saying Matthew Vaughn might direct it. I like that guy. Who that? He did Layer Cake and Layer Cake, Kick Ass, Kick Ass. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> ah, Corridor. I do remember the the commercial for Layer Cake had a voiceover guy saying Layer Cake, Layer Cake, <laughs> take a bite. <laughs> I didn't love that movie, but it was stylish. It was stylish. You know Mm -hmm. what? The one I had a problem with was Snatch. Snatch. Because... That wasn't him, though. Yeah. Oh, no. It was Guy Ritchie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Guy Ritchie, I thought, did two smoking... uh, Uh Uh-huh. Yes. LS and uh, two SBs. Here come a few smoking cheeses. Wow. This... I mean, is more than we deserve. Jonathan, we really we don't, don't deserve, deserve it. this. Oh, come on. Well, we don't. I feel like I do. This is. I'm a <laughs> well, good person. Do. <laughs> I've done some nice things this week. I was on a <laughs> telethon for charity. I'm a thoughtful friend. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want this <laughs> done for charity. Kind of like. <laughs> we were. So, um, I'll start with the Perfect. blue, which is uh, Bailey Hazen, which is a. Um, Blue cheese from Jasper Hill Farms in Vermont. That's fucking fine. Uh, with a Spanish chestnut honey. Yeah. Um, this is Leonora, which is a Spanish goat cheese mm-hmm. with dried sour cherries. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is Piscine, which is an Italian tome-style cheese. And that is Membrio, which is a quince paste from Spain. Membrio? What? Membrio. Me- oh, uh, quince paste. Sweet. Fucking like idiot. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Uh, Mimolette is the bright orange one. <laughs> With uh, caramel chocolates, which is surprisingly fucking delicious. And the last one is It Is a Ball, which is a smoked sheep's milk cheese from Spain and smoked almonds. First of all, so, it's a beautiful platter. It, it is. It's absolutely beautiful. Um, I like to, you know, a lot of times you get, or most of the time you get a cheese plate and it's just like, here's a bunch of cheese and here's some stuff that goes well with cheese, which is yeah. fine. I tried to put, you know, sort of individual things with, and this is how I serve it at the restaurant as well. I try to put individual things with each cheese that, that sort of complement it. I'm not the first person to do that, though. I don't want you Nor to. Nor will you I'm, be the last. I hope not, because it's a really good way to the do it. The tradition will live on thanks to this podcast. I, <laughs> I will say <laughs> Tens this, of people. Let me say this about uh, a note about presentation, which is, you know, it's a thing that I appreciate, certainly, but it's very rare that I see a thing like this that I think this looks so nice, it is almost a shame to disrupt it. By eating it, but that is what we are going to do. <laughs> but also, if someone with is, extreme prejudice, if someone yeah. is naughty, I will. I also want to use this paddle to to wag you. you know, yeah, if you I want to spank somebody with a paddle covered in cheese. Sure. <laughs> well, you, why don't you take that's a whole different kind why of? Why don't you go take that to Des Moines with you? Where are you What's headed? That? I'm going to. Uh, a lot of guitar shops in Des Moines. My next stop is Austin, Texas, and I will. I will bring this paddle of cheese. You should. 
You should. I have a lot of friends. I was just there for a couple weeks ago for the Formula One race. But doesn't it look Great like time. a fraternity yeah, paddle that you'd somebody would say, "Thank you, sir. Can I have another uh, che- <laughs> delicious cheese?" Absolutely, it does. But, uh, as, as Scripture tells us, uh, beat your fraternity paddles into cheese boards. <laughs> and then what is this you brought along with uh, it? It's uh, like a fruit and nut bread. Oh, it, was, it was toasted. It's gone a bit um, flaccid. No, <laughs> this is the limpest. Gonna... No, no, it looks borders are porous. <laughs> it looks, it looks amazing. I mean, it's so just kind of sitting. So, is there while, is there any but... specific cheese that this goes with? Or no, that's just because it's just good. in general, and it's just good, man. It's just good. In between yeah. courses, you can have. Uh... Yeah, let's get some. Uh, but I really, nice especially stuff. recommend the the chocolate thing with the mimolette because it's, it's yeah. absolutely ridiculous. You don't have to recommend it twice. Here I, go. I started laughing the first time I was I was laughing building cabbages. that uh, that little that little thing, and uh, my pastry chef looked over at me and she's like, "What are you doing?" And I was like, changing somebody's mind about <laughs> about cheese right now, which is I'm not generally that high minded about what I do, but it was just one of those things that I thought, man, this this is kind of ridiculous, and I know how good this is going to taste together. Pardon my rage. Hmm. Well, this is going to be something where there's no talking, so we're going to have to do something. Yeah, we can take turns talking. Oh, my God. Tell us about uh, a specific cheese you're enjoying, Karen. Well, right now I'm enjoying the blue. Yeah, Bailey Hazen. What's Great it called? Stuff. Bailey Hazen. Bailey Hazen. Yeah. With the honey. And yeah. I should try it with the bread, too? Or no? You can. The bread's just sort of... Some people like the bread. Some people or, don't like really... Like palate cleanser? Or just no, with it? Just, just additional crazy. It's great bread. It's good bread. We make all our own breads. Um, except for our breakfast stuff. So not so much with the breakfast stuff, but uh, all our other breads we bake in-house. Mm. This bread would this be This is incredibly delicious. Yeah. I highly recommend the blue. I'm going to get in on that. It's up. Uh, Will you make me a hunk of it? Sure. Um, with the um, – Get some of that. With the honey. It's a good one. I mean, there's a lot going on with that cheese, but it's not one of – It's you know, some blues are extremely um, – Cheap. Some of them can, well, some of them can be – Sort of acidic, which is um, appreciated in some, you know, like I like I like the real acidic cheeses when they start to get, they get a little bit of an ammonia kind of burn. Right. So I, I kind of like that, like something out of really. But it's, alien. it's not it's not really something that most people just, yeah, just go for right out of the bat. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but this one's not this one's not like that. Uh, but there is, this is very very flavorful, and the honey is um, like I said, a chestnut honey from Spain. So uh, like that, it's it's pretty. This is, is a pretty indulgent. Cranberries, thing. dried sour cherries. Oh wow! Jonathan, where do you stand on eating the rind of a blue cheese? Uh, eating the rind on, on almost any cheese for me, it's a matter of preference. Some people love it, some people don't care for it, and but you don't necessarily have to eat it. I'm right? not. I don't. I don't tell people how you to. You never eat their insulted food. if people don't eat the. You know, eat what makes you happy. Like I never know what to do with brie. I'm always like, do I eat this? Skin you, you can, but you know, I don't. I don't tend or do to. Do like I walk away like a gentleman? Plate <laughs> me up. Look at. Yeah. I think this is the way to go. A little bit of everything. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. There we go. Now you boys enjoy. They're all so good. <laughs> uh, I know it's, it's incredible. I never used to like blue cheese, probably for the reason that you know it's like you know you get it at. It's from the supermarket or something. Yeah, and the, the crumbly, goofy stuff. I don't know. I mean, but you know, now I like, I love it, and you know, it, it probably could be cheap in a salad, like in a um, what's the kind of salad they put it in normally? Like Cobb salad. A Cobb salad, yeah, sure. Um, and you know, I mean, cheap cheeses have their place for sure, but um, well, Bill that place is not on my 
cheese platter. <laughs> oh, yeah. cheap cheeses, you are on notice. Fuck yeah. you, cheap cheeses. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's you it. need not Take apply. a walk. You want some bread? You can have that. <laughs> oh, I forgot. This is Sorry. The worst for Katie. This is the worst platter she's ever seen. <laughs> when she gets spanked by it later, it's going to make a double bag. <laughs> Her intolerance needs to be punished. <laughs> Yeah, we're not talking an hour. It's really it's okay. you got us with the cheese. Yeah, no, sorry. I mean, you got us with everything, but <laughs> this is—we all want to eat this all. It's tough to beat. Cheese That's is tough to beat. What it's there for? Oh, the blue cheese with honey is like foods for I eating. Know. Foods for eating. I would, I would love to make love to it. Is there <laughs> sort of wallow in a bathtub? Would it be and... too much for that for that to be like in a sandwich or something? <laughs> yeah. What about that? Too much? So good. I don't see why not. I mean. Really? Doug, you're so close. We got bread. Yeah, there's, yeah. Bread. there's bread. Yeah, I'm going to make it happen. <laughs> it seems like people, some, it seems like honey's not as popular as it should be on a bunch of stuff. Like some people, mm. it's only for the thing, like what, what, what you know, put it in tea or, you know, there's certain things. But to me, <laughs> uh, Doug did it. He made himself a little sandwich and he's having a religious oh, experience. Look at his face. <laughs> I only ever had honey with cheese for the first time, I want to say, in the last year or so. Oh, really? I didn't know that was a thing. Blue cheese and honey especially, that's a pretty classic, uh, yeah. that's a pretty, pretty classic yeah, combo. So Is it from France? Maybe. I, you know, it could be. wouldn't surprise me. Um, it sounds like them. It does, yeah. A little sneaky. Oh, lazy and enjoying bad. themselves. Um, yeah. You ever have nice... Oh, work's, work's done at four <laughs> in the afternoon. Let's have some cheese. Why are we lazy and enjoying ourselves? What's wrong with Americans? Why don't we have a cheese? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I've thought about that a lot. Have you ever been exists? to Spain? I have. It's been. fucking yeah. amazing. It's one of my favorite places in the world. And the the whole philosophy of a siesta is like, that's mind-blowingly fantastic. It makes nothing but sense. Mm-hmm. You know? No, it, it really mm-hmm. doesn't. Yeah. And then you stay out. You do stuff. Yeah. You're yeah. active. I mean, it's, it's not like you're just doing nothing. You're mm-hmm. out and about doing your regular, but everything's yeah. open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. there's it's other so there's other cultures in in Europe that have a sort of slow down hour of the day, don't they? Where it's, well, it's like you know, it hits you a couple hours after lunch, right? And you're yeah. kind of like, Ugh, why not just lay down for a minute? We are, uh, <laughs> you say, uh, all drunk. Let us uh, lay down and uh, resume the workday in uh, two hours. Every one of these damn cheeses is so good. Each more magnificent than the last. Yeah, you're like, you're, you're, you're angry at them. <laughs> These damn cheeses. I've taken no note, by the way, about Why the little cholesterol be so amazing? thing I got. I've just, I haven't addressed it one bit. I still eat the cheese. I still eat everything I'm supposed I mean, it's just on borderline cholesterol. I, but I won't, I don't know. I guess I'm just going to have to really be serious about it, huh? Otherwise, it's your life. hey, wow. everybody, I'm going to die right now. Good night. How else can you bring the cholesterol down? Is it Exercise doesn't help? Exercise does, but oh, that's okay. all I do. Do that. Oh, hey, yeah, I y'all eat the time. Cheerios. I did one time. Yeah, I eat those <laughs> I, cholesterol <laughs> Cheerios. I said that out loud in my kitchen, Paul. What about the blueberries I said, and well, lentils? they say that Cheerios brings your cholesterol down after uh, when I was going to have something else instead. I'll try this. What am I doing? I already have cheese. What about like Cheerios and cheese? Does that work? Can you still, is it at least neutral? I'm willing to give it a try. <laughs> yeah, it's a push. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I two foes locked in Mortal Kombat. <laughs> I don't think I've ever had cheese with cereal. I don't, I don't know if there's any good ones that would. would not 
milk and honey cheese. nut Cheerios and cheese, maybe. Checks. Yeah. We got the honey thing going. Cinnamon yeah. toast crunch, maybe. I bet cinnamon toast crunch and cheese would be all right. Oh, I'd be willing I to try that. This, cinnamon this is toast something crunch. to put on chopped. <laughs> this is more like something out of Dazed and Confused. <laughs> hey, speak for just me. Um, so, I'm the one that used to live in Austin. <laughs> That's true. Did you keep it weird while you were there? It was already weird when I got there, and I certainly didn't. It's your responsibility it. to keep it weird. I certainly, I probably right. enhanced it. There, that's yeah. all we ask. Yeah. I mean, I had green dreadlocks. That's a pretty good way. Oh, there you go. I mean, this was 20 wow. years ago. Or yeah. 20, 22 years ago. It was a while back. Well, couple, thank you. A years ago. Thank you, Jonathan Peters from Pally House here in Los Angeles. Go go eat amazing food there if you're in the, uh, if you're in the area. If you're not Thanks. lying and this is really what you serve. Yeah, this is absolutely what Oh, you think he has like a faux meal that he brings out to convince people to come to Pally House and then you get there and it's just saltines and water? No, it's so good. (laughs) Saltines and water. Mm. That'd be an awful meal, right? Welcome to my prison-themed restaurant. (laughs) Here's your moldy crust and your tin bucket. This restaurant is like uh, if you're stranded on a lifeboat. This is what you. This is what you'll have to eat and for dessert. Uh, the other person at your table. <laughs> okay. uh, but thank you for having me. Thank you so much. Thank we really, you. really appreciate it. And uh, we'll Paul F. Tompkins, we um, at your restaurant. I hope it was a delight having Paul here. Right? It was a delight Absolutely. to be here with you guys. Thank you so much. It was very it's fun so to see fun. You. And talk to you. Yeah. Or, like, eat with you. It was very fun. We really, I liked it. We really figured something out here, kid. Yeah. They're like, let's have a chef and a friend and have a meal and I know. record it. That's great. How do, how do we do it? I don't know. We're just lucky that we know people that will come here, I guess. We don't know. Uh, you know, yeah. Uh, we do now. I, now? I don't know what I say. Imagine if you did it someplace <laughs> close to are hard. I, I can't. I'm not over the cheese. It's driving. That blue cheese is ridiculous. Yeah, that's a good one. No, that's the thing, Paul, is that without being near an oven, we haven't had a bad meal yet. Like, people step it up. They, like, yes, these people I, know what they're doing. I, of course they do. And they and they make do. But I'm thinking about for the for the guest chef, it might be, I bet they would love it. If there was if, a kitchen. Instead of a microwave. <laughs> All right, Katie, let's uh, tell them. Tell Nerdus that this place needs a... Uh, but now, I don't know how you're going to lug all this equipment into a place. Can I can I ask you a question? Because I didn't listen to the show, but what did Ludo do? Did he bring a bunch of crazy shit with him to, to make Ooh. all this food? Ludo had uh, he, uh, had those like um, boxes that keep things hot, right? No, that was someone else. He had... Ludo did had... Did he have uh, coolers? How did he do it? He made the salad first. Mm-hmm. He made us... Uh, I can't believe you remember this. <laughs> He made a sardine pate. Oh, that was what? good. Uh, that was so. These are and I, I announced before I ate it, I'm going to hate this, and it was still good. I like sardines, <laughs> but do you mean you know when they're done well? Yeah. Well, what is, he you did know what? Well. It wasn't so yeah, pate. It was a, he, he actually what he did was he mixed it with laughing cow cheese. That's hilarious. Yeah, and it was really good. He put it on. Well, on it's the most hilarious <laughs> of cheeses. Ah, yeah, that's cows. what he did. Right. And, and, uh, yeah, only cows, find, cows, it cows find it funny. These enjoy. are both. They laugh and then they get swept away by Swiss cheese. Everything uh, was in his book that he'd made. And, oh, okay. And then uh, there was one other thing. But, of course, you know, um, here's another dumb one I did. So I'm like, so you're bringing us this food. Of course, you're famous for your fried chicken here in Los Angeles. Uh, he goes, I don't make – no, I need, the, I need the truck. I can't. We're not going to have, <laughs> we're not gonna have a cold. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who, who and is I'm, frying these chicken? I'm, I'm like this. Oh. 
I think I think what he said was no chicken for you. <laughs> oh, he came and did a uh, like a guest spot on nice one, of the, one of the shows, and um, and um, but he showed up. You know, we had a kitchen set up, but he shows up with all this gear, sets everything up on the table, just all kinds of scientific equipment, which I don't, you know, I don't, which is great, but I don't, I just don't cook that way. It's not how I was trained. It's not what I've done. Um, and uh, you know, just like, do you always travel with this much stuff? <laughs> like, that's crazy. Yeah. I, I bought a cutting a board, two of- pans, and a little <laughs> butane camp stove, and I'm, you know. Well, whatever you did, whatever you did, you did it right. You did it and, uh, really. I, I mean, I'm giving this an A very plus. Satisfied sure. right much. now. Thank you. Yeah, well, I'm glad that, you guys best one we've had so yeah, far. I agree. I, this was. I say we say it every <laughs> time. Laughed after you said that. I do, no, because we say it. A I lot. just laugh because every that's mean to everyone that's been on prior. But, uh, <laughs> this and, was, and I, it also speaks to our bad memories. But this was really great. Yes. Thank you. Yes. And thank you. For and everybody, go to Alley House. Yeah, go check it Everybody out. Everybody go to it. Everybody go to Pally House. Even if plane. you don't live here. And for Katie Money and Jonathan Peters and Paul Topkins and Karen Anderson, this is Doug Benson saying, Bon Appetit, mother effers! Snow peas, brie cheese, our plates are clean. We dined with Doug and Karen. I like Donnie with Doug and Mommy. Now leaving Nerdist.com.